due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Welcome to Idle Matinee Podcast. This is episode number 87. This is the perfect episode to listen to if you're a new listener and for ongoing listeners. Welcome back. It's good to see you again. Uh, come in, sit down. Let's get this show on the road. We talk about everything and nothing. We're just four middle-aged men chatting with each other. chit chitty chat And here today we have Greg. Hi, say hi, Greg. Bonsoir. Je m'appelle Gregoire. And we also have Johnny. Albert Einstein said something like, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. And I think you've just proved that. It's me, Johnny Ribena. And also we have Chris. He'll be on later. If he's not, he won't be on. So, guys, how's your week's been? Uh, good, yeah. And the ales? Been, in, been enjoying... Uh, had any ales? Is this the under the moon? The moon? Yeah, I was just like listening to loads of other podcasts the today. George Orwellian. Uh, what about what's it called? The fucking under M- the moon under the water. Moon under the water. Because it's yeah. George Orwell's perfect yeah. pub. Have you had any ales this week, fellas? Any nice ales? I don't know. I don't know who the guys on there. Oh, I can see some fluttering intimidations coming in as, um, as the barrels start to change themselves in the moon. Well, the, well, they don't say. Well, one of them says Bath and Grass, but he sounds yeah, posh. I can so. only do Northern accents. It sounds posh, but yeah, they both they both sound quite posh. They're both very well spoken lads. Anyway, nice there fellas. are no other podcasts. There's only us. Oh uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Hey, How on, was your week? It's just it reminded me of that. She said, "Add any ales," and it sounded like that's our thing, and that we do. And we we talk about Big ales. Shout out to the Moon Under the Stars podcast. Yeah. It's a great podcast about beer. The beer. This is the pub uh, under the sea. That's, a, that's one of our sponsors this week. Cool. And we're not sponsored by Betfred, like a number of podcasts you may listen to. I mean, I've had some Guinnesses, Barry. In answer to your question. All right. Uh, which, is, which is classed as an ale, is it? Or is it a stout? I forget. It's a Guinness. It's stout, though, isn't it? No. Some of the black stuff. <laughs> is Guinness its own thing? Is it not? It's a stout, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's a stout. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how's your week been, Johnny? Well, um, I've got two I've got two things st- st- uh, stuck out to me, and you can... I'm going to tell them both, but you can choose the order. I've got the bloke in Morrison's story and the magpie drive-by. Magpie drive-by and the bloke in Morrison's Morrison, story. Yeah. Ooh, so we've got, we've got to choose which story. You can, just to add a little bit of excitement for the magpie, listener. I'm going to go magpie drive-by. I was driving back from um, Piddington, you know, where we were, yep. work, we were working there the other day for the listeners. I was driving back and I saw what it just looked like, because I saw feathers coming up off the ground, you know, and the car had gone over. And there was another magpie looking at it, so I reckon they were dating or together or whatever. And it was just looking dating. At, yeah, yeah. It was looking at this explosion that was his missus or his or her husband. Ooh. Yeah. So and I'm driving toward and I thought I'm gonna hit the other one if I'm not careful. So but as I got closer, he'd obviously learnt the lesson from what had happened to his missus and moved out of the way and I made sure I didn't drive over the corpse. Lucky's only got a bird brain, because you know when I say bird brains, they've only got small brains, I suppose, and they probably don't remember. Although some birds are really clever, aren't they? Which oh, would, I thought it meant women's brains. Which would suggest that um, some birds are really clever, which would suggest they remember things. But our, was it, would you say it was a magpie? Like the two, off, like the two cl- off of the chase. They're quite, yeah, they're quite clever magpies, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. nick stuff and that. Yeah, yeah, so, no, yeah, no, they, he knew. He's, he's he, drawn, he was looking, yeah. it wasn't just like, oh, so he's, it was he's, he's, he's got kids, he's bringing up kids without yeah, yeah. mummy magpie and shit now. And, yeah. 
Um, that's terrible. One of the more bird tra- oh, more I'll try tragic and, bird deaths. I'll try. <laughs> I mean, Chris isn't here this week, so yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. You're keeping up. Well, no, that, that did happen. Stuff. And then uh, I'm not saying Chris's stories didn't happen, but some of them. Just saying for anyone, if any new listeners, Chris tells stories usually about birds dying. <laughs> you you uh, say that story actually happened, yeah, because that is quite uh, the way you tell it. It sounds quite I don't know the drama and that and the fantasy of it makes it sound like maybe that couldn't really happen, but that well, well, it did. I believe you that because it it's quite difficult to hit, hit birds in cars because they normally I think the and uh, the Manny Morrison story, please, Johnny. <laughs> okay, I was in Morrison's. I was in Morrison's and I saw this bloke walking. This bloke walking towards me. He was quite tall, about um, G Dog's height. Uh, he had a red T-shirt on, six foot nine. Yeah, uh, eighteen foot seventeen. And then he had a red T-shirt on. Did his cock go in your mouth? No, not yet. Well, it, well, you're close. <laughs> that is tall. You're close. He had a. You know those type of T-shirts that say like Method Man and uh, Ghostface Killer and and it's just like a line and it, and me. And then pointing up each to word you. is a line going down. No, oh. no, it's just each word goes down and the other. He had and it, walking in in full massive letters, dildos and butt plugs and lube and oh my on his t-shirt, wandering through Morrison's, right? <laughs> in massive letters, the whole size of the t-shirt. Wow. Then he had shorts on, and that because I first noticed the shorts because I've done it. Have you ever seen this trend? of having tails attached to shorts, but they're normally on the back, like a furry. No. Yeah, well, like this, a real life tail. Yeah, yeah, like a tail. No, but this was a raccoon tail. Is, is that a, like a gay furry thing, like a furry gay I, thing? Or? I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Like a special... But it was hanging between his legs, so it was like on the crotch area, sewn in, coming down to his knees, a tail swinging. Is that a woke thing? What the Absolutely fuck? Absolutely no how, idea. How old, was, how old was this person? Adult, like, well, maybe between, maybe mid-twenties. Oh, right, okay, so like, not, 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 not like an old nut job. Like a, no, a, no, a no, yeah, job. like a young nut a job. Young nut, yeah. young nut so job. what happened? Nothing, I just thought that you'd like to know. Oh, well, so you just saw an unusual looking person? Well, that is quite outstanding. Yeah. No, when it comes to freakish looks. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty... So have you ever thought about attaching a tail um, underneath your bollocks on your shorts? No, but I'm a middle-aged man, so I probably wouldn't... Well, oh, I don't know. You know. I do that kind of thing in private. You're more likely to do that as a middle-aged yeah. man. Yeah, like you're well, a down. young, trendy kid. Like, That's you what I'm mean, saying. Yeah, I suddenly realised yeah, yeah. realize it dawned on me. I suddenly realised, oh, yeah, I do do it, but I just don't do it in Morrison's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where yeah. do you go? At, uh, Aldi or Tesco? our age now, being middle-aged, there's a time when you can start Wixes. doing weird stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Being like, cute on a Sunday. As middle-aged men, I know, I mean, we'd obviously still rip each other in that, but... I think when you're a middle-aged man, you can get away with more like wearing a hat, for instance, going like, oh, I just, like, I'm going to wear a fedora from now on. When you get to like <laughs> or 80 whatever. or 90, you get away with just shitting yourself in Tesco's and just pissing all well, over exactly. the floor The older you get, the more you out. get away with. But yeah. so when you get to 80, 90, you can so just relaxing. shit yourself or, or just die or whatever in the middle of the I, d- I think if one of, one of us turned up dressed like that, the, I think it would be best if the others just ignored it because obviously, you're obviously looking for attention. <laughs> I, think, but I still don't take any risks like that. I but I don't, I don't feel the need. Like, there's a hat up there that I often think like, now my hair's going a bit and I'm like oh I thought you were talking about I'm, sexual risks not just wearing a weird hat well no no I'm talking yeah well yeah and that as well I mean you you try more but yeah if you want a bit of life in if general, you want a bit of risky fair. sex just um, stick a pin through your own condom 30 30s naughty 40s if you, and shifty 50s if you want to be really risky put the condom on first I was talking about getting a bike last week wasn't I I said like I'm lovely a road bike, bike. 
I got my bike. It was great. Barry took delivery of it for me because I did a day's work with Johnny while sanding. Came to pick you up for work. And you were saying, oh, I don't know because my bike's being delivered today. I was like, well, it'll be, it'll be fine. They can deliver it. Can't they leave it with a neighbour? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to leave it with Barry. But now he's going out for 45 minutes. I was like, don't worry about it. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, but I spent £600 on my bike. Yeah, no, I was I like, right, I need you today. I need you to come sanding today. So like, yeah, I know, but I just don't want to. I don't, you know, what if this? And I was like, it'll be fine. Nothing. And I thought to myself, I know what's going to happen it's not going to get delivered yeah, yeah no I, I thought the chances of them actually delivering it in that little window were very slim but i just thought sod's law they fucking will but then i looked at their delivery thing where you check online tracking or whatever yeah. and it hadn't left the warehouse whatever yeah so but like, you, it's you trying unlikely. to ring them was a, an adventure in itself as yeah, i'm driving yeah, they, along yeah they were fucking yeah i was holding on for it's ages been nine anyway, minutes barry got the bike it was fine i managed to get did a day's work so that was good that was a it wasn't a shock to the system to be fair because it would have been if I'd got up at if we'd had to start at five o'clock in the morning or whatever um, but it was a nice lazy start I like Johnny's starting times half yeah, nine yeah. or whatever it was oh yeah half nine ten good good, good. Used to that. That, that is the perfect time to start work I've realised because getting up that time you can even get up wake up at seven o'clock go right have a little little bit of breakfast then go have a little bit more of a doze then get up and yeah. have a bit more breakfast and then go to work and you're fully well, start about half nine ten an hour for lunch and get home for twelve yeah perfect uh, but yeah, anyway, got back, got the bike, was like, yeah, we're super excited, put the bike together, and then uh, and then I've been riding it around for the last few days, um, and I've bought accessories for it, I've got all excited, it's, it's, it's a great bike, great looking bike, uh, bought a new saddle for it, got lights, uh, got some new flashlights for it, got a, a new bike lock, a mid-size one, because I've got a massive one, like a You got a motorbike bigger one. saddle, didn't you, because yeah. the saddle you got with it is too small for your bum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, right about that it's, saddle. It's fine for Barry, though, apparently. And you want to ride it around villages and solve murders yeah. on it, like Miss Marples, <laughs> with your big so saddle. So I've got a big old lady saddle. It, do, it does look like you've got a North Face puffer jacket. <laughs> but, yeah, I know, because it's got an extra It's got an extra saddle. It's got, it's got a big saddle anyway, a big cushiony saddle, and then I've got a a gel cover for that saddle so it's that's huge it's exactly. massive, since, yeah. since you've been training you've got no bum and it, it just does, goes straight on your coccyx it does it does ruin the aesthetic uh a little bit but anyway i'm not i'm not bothered about that it's about comfort and getting out on it anyway um but are you, are you bothered about the fact you've been riding it all week with the wheel the wrong way around <laughs> yeah that's more the, that's more my worry that i put the wheel on the the handlebars on the wrong way around and then i was going to email the shop to blame them and go what fucking saturday boy fucking put this together as you, I, you as did I normally you do. did uh, and yeah, it was me. It was like, that would be you, sir. Did you uh, do the handlebars you took out of the cardboard box? Cause I just realised, I was like, oh yeah, of course. I twisted the handlebars around and yeah. I would have been the one. But I'm pretty sure one of the brake cables was round the wrong way. So but... did you try and ride up the co-op and end up in 1986? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I did I did keep clipping my my, my foot as I was turning the front wheel. Like I a kept... jalopy bike. <laughs> yeah, so it was more like, cause it was like a penny farthing. A bone shaker. So, yeah, and I did wonder. I thought, this bike does seem a bit short. I love it. It's great. It rides really well, but it does seem a bit short. And then once Prue pointed it out, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that doesn't, yeah. I, I thought that looked wrong. Uh, anyway, I've put it around the right way now and I love it even more. It's like a second, right. I've had two, but I've got two bikes. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oh on. no, I just wanted to, one more thing about the week. Oh yeah, go on then. Uh, the football, the Euros, obviously the Euros still going. Oh uh, yeah. Yesterday the group, I don't know if anyone was watching Group Unfortunately, yesterday. yesterday was the most amazing day of football and I had to work late to get my job oh, finished. Oh right. So go I heard on. it on the radio and was shouting and screaming and that. So obviously Spain scored more goals than and it, obviously you being Six Spanish. 6-0, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and well, five nil at the football, and then, five, and then we yeah. killed McAfee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going yeah, to mention that as well. Um, yeah, so it's massive. But then also the other group, the group of death, which had Port Portugal, Germany, and France, Hungary, well. and Hungary. Um, 
they well yeah but the Hungary wouldn't have been considered the death teams the yeah, but they, if they had beaten Germany 4-0... Yeah, but at one point, they were second in... Yeah, at one point, everyone was bottom. Germany no, because they said if they beat Germany 4-0 and a magpie got run over, <laughs> then um, England would have won. Yeah. Why, why don't you make but, your but predictions for who's going to win? Uh, was that, every, they were just leapfrogging the whole time, weren't they? It was Germany were bottom at one point, Portugal were bottom... And, well, you don't know, you weren't fucking there, but I was, I was watching well, I was both games. I was listening to it. I was jumping between houses, so it was... Barry had one game on that side, had the Portugal-France game on that side, and I had the Hungary-Germany game so on So you, like you were like the Saka of watching football. <laughs> yeah, just jumping between the two what, houses. What are your predictions for when this podcast comes out, what the scores will be, and like who would have won the Euros? I think it'll be a Spain-Germany you final. You can that joke, because already, already, we've already released one since you made that joke. I think it'll be a Spain-Germany <laughs> final, and Spain will win 6-0 again. Um like they did against Germany. I think we'll probably be out. We'll probably be out. When's our second? When when do we play Germany? We're playing at home? Germany. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go out. We're going home. At least you're playing at home. We're playing Germany at home. And it's think, like 1966 again. It's 1966. You, you, you think England are going home? Well, our track record against Germany is terrible. And yeah, but it's one all at Wembley, isn't it? Tournaments. By the time you listen to this, we'll probably be going home. So it'll probably be penalties or something horrible like that. But yeah, my bike and the Euros is all I had to say really about the week. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to do this week was called the four quiz question. So each of us, it would have been four if Chris was here, but there's only uh, three this week. So each of us, we're going to bring a quiz question uh, and then we're going to ask some good ones. So here's mine. And I was thinking of something to do something a little bit different where I'm going to describe a person and you've got to see how quickly you can guess who I'm describing. Now, obviously, I could be describing anyone. So I've chosen it's an actor or actress from the Carry On films. So I'm going to describe and see how quickly you can Barbara guess who Windsor. I'm talking about. Okay, born on the 7th of February 1922. Hattie Jack. Hattie yes, Jakes. Correct. Uh, no, Hattie Jakes. Well Jakes, whatever. You knew it straight away. Yeah. Okay, well done. I don't know my Bloody hell, I don't know my day first. Well, no, cause my, he, he, cause he said, what, what, what did you just say? Barbara Windsor. He said Barbara Windsor, so I was going, I just went for another one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. You can just keep shouting out names. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that wasn't very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got. I, I thought of one. That don't work that quiz. Cause you <laughs> no. just keep shouting out names. Yeah, there's only like three or four. Okay, I'll Carry just do actors then. Yeah, no, I've got one for you. No, you just done your question, didn't you? Okay, go on, then. I got one for you. This is by. This is a cryptic crossword clue. It's a one-word clue with a two-word answer, and the clue is gags. No. Ryan Giggs? No. Greg's eggs. It's a portmanteau. You're talking no. about my eggs. Oh. No, the answer is scrambled eggs. Okay, I'll do another one for you. Yeah, right. So Gags, because he's using the G, the, one he's of the Gs. scrambled the word eggs. Yeah, no, you've used one of the Gs and put it on the front. Yeah, scrambled eggs. So, born the 14th of March, 1933. Oh. They're an English actor known for their distinctive South London accent. Michael Caine. So, yes. Oh, have you got a question well done no I want to play Barry's game still oh, okay. I've got another question for you why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near <laughs> is it because just like me they long to be close to you no it's because you've got chips and you're at Brighton <laughs> okay born 9th of May 1930 they were an English actress best remembered for their roles in Carry On films including <laughs> Carry On Nurse <laughs> Carry On Cleo Carry On Camping Barbara they Windsor. played Mrs Wembley the cook with a liking for sherry in On the Up, and Mad Madge Harcastle in As oh. Time Goes By. They I've were born the on the 9th of May 1930, the Bobby only Dabry. child of John Henry Sims. Oh, Joan Sims. So, yes. What a great uh, thing. So that's who, the end who of Who famously our... invented the computer game? 
So that's the end of that subject. That's the four question quiz. So now we're moving on to our first <laughs> subject of the week. Oh, did you I've have got, a question? I've got your question, yeah. Where, what do you think happens when you die? So that's the end of the four question quiz. <laughs> moving on to our next subject this week. Oh, and we're going to be talking for the big afterlife. I had, one more, I had one more football thing. You know that bit in football where the camera pans to the fans and one of them notices and points at the screen yeah. and then it yeah. cuts away. That's my favourite bit. Just as they realise and try to react and it cuts away. Yeah. Just as they, well, usually it's one of them seen it and they point to their yeah, mate yeah. And, and just as, as their go, mates turn in they don't see it and they're yeah. like oh trust us we're there. Unless their family's recording at home on Freeview or whatever. Yeah. And, and, but then saying that there's always a repeat of the matches, isn't there? So yeah, you should yeah. be able to... No, they will see home. themselves, but they see themselves yeah. getting into whatever the... Also, the, 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 the whole match song is. played on YouTube and shit like that as well, so yeah. they should be able to get a copy of it. Well, that leads me on to my first subject, which is uh, main character syndrome. Have you heard of that? Where you think you're the main character yeah. in the film? So there's like, a, for example, I've got a video, uh, I don't know if I shared it with you, and there's a young girl watching a band, but she's got her like selfie camera on, with her light on full yeah, beam yeah, in her that's face hilarious. and they're in the background yeah, and she's yeah. filming herself singing along to yeah. them this one's about me yeah so do you think main character syndrome is a new kind of thing or has it been around since the 1800s do you reckon well because <laughs> book, yeah. books have been around so, yeah so they're probably so the way when when I like to think I'm like I say this thing on Tinder so my, my, my tagline is I like to live life like an 80s movie and what I mean by that is 80s movies always, always have Fuck like, you. What I mean always, by that, well, no, I have to explain that. I, I like this thing I see on Tinder. <laughs> I like to live my life like an 80s movie. Is that like an open-ended what question where, they, that? Where, where girls <laughs> swipe just to but say, what the fuck fair, are what you the, on what about? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, yeah, Harvey so, Weinstein? So, so does uh, but what I mean by that is, because 80s films always have a, they tend to have a happy ending. There's, there's adventure, there's a happy ending. The colour purple. And, and the geek gets the girl. I'm not saying I'm a geek, but yeah. The guy gets the girl. There's a happy ending. And yeah, there's an adventure of some sort. So that's what I mean by that. I, I like bleaker films that have been made more recently. Like, you know I mean, films from the 90s onwards. and so They tend to be have a bit more of a bleak outlook, didn't they? They all would touch darker subjects. You've, you had like kitchen sink dramas and stuff from the 70s and everything. Going, I know that. But I mean, more mainstream films have taken... Is this your Tinder got profile? Darker tone. <laughs> All that is listed. Like, uh, a th- only a thousand words, please. Oh, uh, so no, yeah, you get these darker times, girls, and uh, what was the point of that though? What we're talking about? There wasn't, wasn't a point to it. No, main character is. syndrome. Main character. That's what I'm but saying. You think so you're the main character. So the, in your thing, own life. the reason I say the eighties thing because like I do, I feel that way when I'm, I'm listening to music and I'm going down the street and you pretend and you're like you're pretending like you're in a trailer for a film or whatever what and was, you're acting out. What was the name? Of, what was the name? Uh, what year did that film come out where Jodie Foster gets raped on a pinball machine? That was eighty nine or something. The Accused, yeah. I think eighty nine, ninety. <laughs> I like to live my life. <laughs> I'm not saying there, was, there wasn't dark <laughs> films in the in the 80s. Uh, that, I like to live my the life like an 80s film and I love okay, Kimball. Mate, what I should say is, <laughs> what I should say is, I like to live my, live my life like a John Hughes film. That's what I probably should have said. That's the sort of uh, But don't you go to girls in their mid-20s? Because they won't know what John Hughes is. Uh, what? Uh, they yeah. won't know who John Hughes is. No, they don't know they're not the 80s, though. Mm. No, yeah, that's, that's, really, so that's why I narrow it down don't to the 80s don't you go to a 17 year old they won't know who the, eight, <laughs> well, who yeah. the 80s are yeah, from a John Hughes film yeah like like the characters in a John Hughes film okay so that's main character syndrome um, I think well, we've solved that but yes I still anytime I'm listening to my music right so when I'm listening to my music and I'm riding around on my electric bike really fast looking for I, teenagers <laughs> not looking for teenagers just going going about my business I like to pretend I'm in a, in a film and I'm listening to my music and I'm riding my bike in time to the music and I'm going oh, yeah and I'm pretending I'm being filmed so yeah but you do 
actually film yourself with a drone. Yeah, so uh, so, so you have got main character syndrome. <laughs> I take it a bit too far. So, yeah, so not only do I think I'm being filmed, I do actually film myself as well. Okay, moving on to the next subject. Unless, Johnny, you've got a subject you want to talk about, but I've got another one. Oh, crack on. Vague star signs. So I want to give me some of your vague star signs. Here's my one, Capricorn. Sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're sad. That's they, a load of apparently, um, Rupert Murdoch used to actually believe in star signs. So when any, anyone wanted a promotion and that, they would go and get Mystic Meg to write in his thing that something's coming into luck, blah, blah, blah. And he should like act on, um, on the spur of the moment. And then they'd go in and say they wanted a promotion. Leo, something's going to happen this week and it's going to be big. Make sure you're ready for it. It was probably that magpie thing. Gemini, make sure you wake up this week and do what you need to do because things are going to change pretty fast. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're, they're all extremely vague. There's only 12, isn't there? So there's 12 things. So how many people yeah. are there? So there's 8 billion people or something <laughs> in the planet. What's yeah. another one? And there's only 12 things. Yeah, so you don't, you don't need Mystic Meg. You could just get a fucking AI, 12, AI generator. To 12 do it. simple rules to live by, 8 billion people. What are they? Uh, Aries, the Ram. Aries, yeah. Sagittarius, This Capricorn. week, big things are going to happen for you. Make sure you're ready for them. Aquarius, the loon is in ascendance, so you might think about having fish and chips on Friday. So that's Libra, um, yeah, don't oh, don't close off, don't close yourself off to new things, because you never know what's round the corner. Worst one's got to be cancer, isn't it? Cancer, you've got what, cancer as a, as, a, as a diagnosis, or <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, in, in the Chinese side. one, you've got the rat, haven't you, and all that. So I'm, like, I'm a water buffalo, but the monkey's going to be the best one, like a golden monkey Cancer. or iron monkey. You're always letting things go, but this week, don't let something go, and it could turn round and be right what you needed. Exactly. That's, yeah, they're That's all, a good they're one. like that, yeah. Cancer, don't give up so the fight. We, the cells in your body hate let's you. Let's just do this we for an hour. We could have we <laughs> written, the, we written these. Yeah, we would have been better. Yeah. So, this yeah, basically, week, they're a load of bollocks. Yeah, we've established their shit. What's been happening on the internet this week, Johnny? Oh, yeah, I see a thing about Amazon destroying millions of items of unsold stock in one of its UK warehouses, and the ITV News have been investigating it. So apparently, um, if you want to sell stuff through Amazon, um, you send them your stock, and they keep it in their warehouse, and they distribute, and you get better um, or less commission or better uh, profits, etc. But if the stock's there too long... Um, they just destroy it. And this is things like there's a Dyson fans, high electrical items, bikes like the one you just, you bought. Rather than giving it to charity and that, they just uh, take it and destroy it, crush it up and stick it in landfill. So you know like the people who live in squats and stuff who go, yeah. who go bin dip it, they go like, oh yeah, you, get, yeah, yeah, you get food from Morrison's, they chuck it out, it's only a day old, it's fine. And they, they do all that shit. Yeah. So so tech, like, so you can do that with Amazon. There's just like loads of fucking... No, no, no they actually destroyed. destroy them so no one can use them. Oh, what? They don't just chuck them in a bin out back and you can well, just go and dip into the, it thing is isn't it it's saying they should be giving it to charity well, yeah this is in Dunfermline as well which is famous giving, for something else previously. you know you were talking like last week you were talking about uh, not going on holiday because they like like places like Egypt because oh, they don't have enough they don't have enough playstations yeah. and stuff like that Amazon well, should be giving Amazon it should to be them. sending them to you, Egypt so people like Barry will go on holiday and spend more money in other countries and tourism and etc etc you're going to be livid Undercover filming from inside Amazon's Dunfermline warehouse reveals the sheer scale of the waste. Smart TVs, laptops, drones, hair dryers you won't be so bothered about, top-of-the-range headphones, computer drives, books galore, thousands of sealed face masks, all sorted into boxes marked destroy. Products that were never sold or returned by a customer, almost all could have been redistributed to charities or those in... 
Or those in need, yeah, they're just carried away in lorries and they destroy them and smash them up. They could just give them away free, but I suppose that affect sales. So have you got a problem with this or? Nah, just I'm you asked me what I've I, seen I, on the I, internet. I don't think I, I that's good. That's a good uh, news story you found there. Yeah, but, but what else can they do with it? Give it away, give it to charity. You can't just give it away. Why not? Because someone's paid for that warehouse space. So you can't just yeah, no, but those people, free a lot, shit. Of the, a lot of the sellers are from abroad and they don't want to pay the cost oh, of right, okay, having it sent it back. back. Okay. But it's all brand new stuff. It's all sealed. Mm, could be a bit dangerous. They could it. auction, they could it, auction def- it. They said that some of the laptops and stuff have got things on them. Oh, yeah. Any good so stuff. Hunter so Biden, was it? Yeah. They <laughs> have to get rid of them. He's a dirty bastard, isn't he? Okay. So let's move on from that to any more net news, Johnny. Um, okay. F- the Philippines dictator... Duterte has threatened vaccine decliners with jails and an animal drug. He said, you choose vaccine or I will have you jailed. But as long as you are here and you are a human being and can carry the virus, get vaccinated. Otherwise, I will order all the village captains to have a tally of all the people that refuse to be vaccinated. Because if not, I will have uh, ivertumin meant for pigs injected into you. Don't get me wrong, there is a crisis in this country. I'm just exacerbated by Filipinos not heeding it. And he basically said he will imprison them. And he said, you know the state of our prisons. And um, he said uh, they don't get cleaned. Oh, God. Well, so so, yeah, what, so basically he's saying if you don't get vaccinated, he's going to vaccinate you himself gonna, with pig stuff. In yeah, his, pig and stuff. And he said he's going to stick it in your ass. He's going to put you in a stinking pig prison yeah. and, and stick you with a needle up your ass. And Would that you encourage you to get the vaccine? Never! Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you, the man! I don't want to be magnetised. Really exciting news. I know we've been listening, but there's a new contestant just joined the party. He's come late because he was working on a hit. He's just had to kill someone. It's Chris. He's here. Hi, Chris. Hi, guys. Hi, listeners. Yo. You haven't missed much. Because we... We thought we thought you were going to be absent. We sort of said, "Oh, well, Chris isn't here this week," so we've probably only done fifteen minutes. So it seems like you were just here from the beginning, really. So kick us off, Chris. Please help out. Did you did you did you have a good solstice? I didn't know it was the solstice. Yes. The summer one, wasn't it? It was summer solstice oh, this was week. It? Okay, it was, so that's it. Yeah, so it's all downhill from. So it's all we're getting darker now. Yeah. Right? Oh fucking great! Oh, wait, Christmas be Christmas before we know it. Oh wow! The nights are drawing in. Um, I found out something that it would potentially let's go back to New Year's and let's think about that again. It's something that I could tell you that would ruin your New Year's period, Christmas New Year yes, period. Please. I'd like to have it ruined, please. I'm on the edge of my seat. A warning, yeah, if you don't want that period ruining, I'd like turn off now or Or no, maybe know, fast forward. What what I'm not I don't wanna I don't wanna hear I love Christmas and So New you Year. leave the room for a no, minute. No, I mean okay. for, maybe I for just, the listener, fast forward. Hands. I'm I'm gonna I'm actually gonna put my hands on my ears and then just listen to it when you're ready afterwards. Okay, right. You can say what you're gonna say. Um, Tom Stoltman, the Scottish um, heavyweight guy, um, weightlifter guy, he's the world's strongest man now. He beat Brian Shaw, didn't he? Uh, did he? Yeah, someone at work told you me. Did? Have you already spoken? about Yeah, because I was looking forward to it at Christmas, and then he told me at work, and I was like, "What? It's happened already. It happens now." It all so I've got Christmas that's ruined now I can't hold, so, my, oh, no. can't hold my ears anymore it's hurting that was, a, that, was a bit, that was a good bit of clickbait though I'm going to listen back I'm yeah. gonna listen, I'm actually I'm going to end up hearing it aren't I because I edit the fucking thing how am I going to edit the podcast I, I didn't that? say that I was, yeah 
Uh, oh, no, no, I can. No, I can. It, I can it, won't, it won't ruin anything. Uh, Keep uh, can I just say I'm another... Not, I'm not as fussed about Christmas as I used to be, to be fair, so... Another clickbait news, because you like clickbait. Um, I saw one today, it says, you've never seen a steak cooked like I this before. It. And I can, I can confirm I still haven't. Say that one again. How was, it, how was it cooked? How was it I don't cooked? know. I didn't watch it. The clickbait was, you've never seen a steak cooked like this before. Ah. And I can confirm I still haven't. Okay. So you're on the thousandth click, you're still like, yeah, No, no, oh. I didn't bother. I oh, just didn't bother. ignored it. See, I would have I would have clicked that bad boy all the way to the Yeah, end. I'll send my, you the link. Till my fingers bled. So what other, what other stuff you got, Chris, for us? Um, so I was going to say about that trans weightlifter, but we probably don't need to go into that one either. It's just going to open us up into what, what's, do you, do you fancy? areas where we're unqualified to talk what about. What is a trans weightlifter? I'm going to talk about um, the, the, uh, kitchen roll. Are you strangely attracted? Roll. Are you strangely attracted to the transgender weightlifter? Is that now what you're going to talk about? Or no, no, it's that they're, they're a could I, gentleman. Could I just say previous gentleman, current woman competing and is breaking? Oh, all the it's not a trans weight. Right, okay, so that's yeah, that, that's wrong. So we were going to say is like yeah, guys can't be competing in girls things. Like yeah, that's where it's all. Sorry, well. if you've got the if you've got the the shoulders of a man. And I mean the, the body mass for men, men have frames. Their Morgan. frames are stronger. Their frames are stronger. And you know, it's, it's, we're talking about sport here. This, I mean, that's that's cheating. That's fucking. It's just straight up cheating. It's like it's using wokeness. I, I'm with Chris. It's I don't using know wokeness about to cheat. Subject. No, it is that. Talk about it. I mean, that's people using wokeness to cheat. That's, I'm, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to talk about the trans thing. But when you said trans weight, I thought you meant a weight that changed. That reminded me of a story. Have you ever seen those? Um, at like festivals and things like that they have a bar and it says if you can hold yourself on this bar for 100 seconds you win 100 quid no I've not, I've, I know the sort I of saw, challenge but I, saw not, the, I know what you're going to talk about I've never seen one but yeah that bloke who had done it well now apparently what they do is it's not an actual bar the bar spins and so it, slowly they grease it up as well and they grease it up but there was a video online where someone nearly got to the 100 seconds and, the blo- and there was a big crowd watching and the bloke running the stand ran up and pulled his um, trousers down. and pants down. Yeah. Nice. And he beat, the bl- guy beats the shit out of him, but he doesn't get the 100 quid. Oh, right. Uh, it shows people who run fairs are just that sort of people. They're carnies, also, they're over grifters. The world. Mem- that, that was a, they were like oriental carnies, weren't they? Do you remember when we was uh, working? Oriental. On, were we allowed to say that? When we was working on site, though, we used to do that when we were putting up lights. When you put up heavy lights, and you can't, yeah, do, you can't do anything. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't do anything. You've, you're holding both the light with both hands, and so you're just totally There's vulnerable. There's a picture somewhere in the ether of, of me, you on yeah, a stepladder yeah, yeah. holding jo- up a light, laughing with your well, yeah, always uh, wore jog- bottoms. Yeah, because always wore jogging bottoms. So obviously, when you wear <laughs> jogging bottoms on site, it was like, oh, look, he's wearing jogging bottoms. This pants him. So everyone would fucking pull your jogging bottoms down. If you're wearing like. But- normal workman's trousers then obviously it's got belts so you can't do that but great times yeah yeah it's like because you went when you came to Cambridge you had um, you had braces on your jogging bottoms didn't you because you were like oh okay someone tries to put like them down <laughs> I was trying to look hip in um, Cambridge he, he looked like so, an, he looked like a new style of juggler didn't he with him going up and down <laughs> a tumbler I really would have done if I had braces <laughs> I realised also this week that my son looks like Arthur Lowe but not <laughs> <laughs> have you told him this he said look so um, he doesn't old understand yet old <laughs> he'll grow he into like it him. I'm going to put a little ginger moustache on him in a minute <laughs> and, and we'll be him up. Uh, that's, that's me daddy I, so I've met your son remembering him I can't see it myself but irrelevant I'll, now but now yeah now I'm going <laughs> to yeah, see he it is, yeah, 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 yeah. that's what he is I'm, that's what I'm going to call him so uh, let's kick off with uh, a subject we, a section we like to call down to earth movie reviews no bullshit 
Oh yeah, we oh. talk about stuff we've seen with no bullshit, no Ooh. fluff. Movie and TV, it's not no it's going TV's on. T- it's TVs, movies, so documentaries. Has anyone seen the program called Time on y- yes, the BBC so iPlayer? Yes, I yes, have. Yes, I have. Yes, with, um, I've seen that. Sean Bean. I have, boss. Yes, boss. And who's the other actor in it? And Stephen Graham. Oh, I haven't boss. seen it. So tell oh, me a bit Graham. about it, Mr. McNally. And he, it's, it's Mr. Run over a kid. Boss. And then he goes to prison. Well, well, all right, Barry, slow down. Yeah, no, yeah, well, that's a bit of a spoiler, but yeah, 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 yeah no, that's a massive no, he spoiler. He doesn't run over a kid. No, he runs over like a family, like a family, wow. man. A family he's, of kids. He's, he's, do you mind? I've not seen this film. He runs over a family man who's cycling. He's yeah, like, that's not revealed nice, till episode yeah, two, is it? Uh, what? No, that's no. Like me. It's obvious. He's, he goes to prison in the first fucking episode. So yeah, they like, don't say why. You yeah, know, it's drink driving. It's, I think it's let on. I think it's made, it's made clear. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It's made clear in the first episode that it's drink driving. Is he a nasty bastard then, Sean Bean, in this? No, he's just an asshole he's alcoholic. A nice he's, just, he's just an alcoholic. He's not a nasty but guy. But he turns it all around, doesn't he? Oh. He, learn, he learns how to sew and he yeah. makes a whole, new peri- a whole new style of trousers and he makes the prison a fortune and everyone gets on and then he gets let out. That's not true. Alcohol, alcohol's obviously alcohol got the better of him in his normal life. Um, oh, we're a teacher. And yeah, I'm a teacher. I don't know how to fight. Um, yeah, oh, so does he have to get into a fight in the well, prison. Yeah, well, yeah, ah, well, he gets well, obviously, tough, look. So he goes. To, what I want to say about does this? Does he get tough? It's it's written by it's uh, written and uh, is it like Tango and Cash? Written and created by Jimmy like McGovern. Beethoven. I was gonna I was gonna say this actually. I was gonna say best prison films. Name all your best like the top prison films. Not Express. Avengement. The um, one where he gets shot out of prison. Redemption. That's the one. But it, it's really good. Jimmy McGovern's ri- wrote it Goodfellas. and created. He's created it. Created it and wrote it. So Jimmy McGovern. What else did Jimmy McGovern do? Oh, I should have looked this up first. I GBH. Think did, I think he did GBH Boys and stuff like black that. Stuff. Boys and black stuff. Stuff Brookside. like that. Side. I get confused with Grange him Hill. Alan Beasdale. That's Phil Coronation Redmond. Street. That's Phil Redmond. And that's someone else. <laughs> Al Capone. University Challenge. Anyway, it's, it's well. It's been um, well researched. The Irishman. It's been well researched because uh, he's because I know not that I've been to, I haven't been to prison myself but I know people who have and I've read like one of my friends used to send letters from prison and he wrote it he wrote in prison talk he'd be like yeah look, but he, wait, he wrote in sort of like street talk you know like street patois yeah. like yeah man roadman roadman talk things uh, yeah yeah all that sort of style but then he also used all the prison slang like pad like pad mate as in cellmate and all that shit it's a mad thing still so they, though isn't it bro they, they had all that stuff in there so a bit like have you seen starred up any of you with Jack O'Connell that's really good so that's, I'm aware of it. I've not that's a recent it. prison film and that's really good Ben yeah. Mendelsohn plays his dad so Ben is an Australian actor but he plays a cockney in this he put, so both, both 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 how does he then. do that if he's so an that's, Australian that's really good that's got, no that, fluff that's got all the that's got no all the lingo bullshit, no fluff movie reviews that's got all the lingo yeah, in it as well we, like we so that's, but it's a different this is a different story because Jack, Jack O'Connell's character is like he's a, he's been in the system he's been to fucking Borstals whatever he's, he knows prison he gets put Scum. in there and it's him dealing with I can't remember what the exact story is it's him his it's relationship time, with his dad or? no no I'm just saying about right, okay, it's similar, how it's similar to this it's other similar thing to time. it's this similar, film it's similar, similar to, to this time. other thing called Start Up because it's very realistic well researched it's an up to date prison film so you're back to your so it's an up-to-date version it's of Start Up. It's an up-to-date, no. Of Scum. S- start, like, Start Up. What was the female and, Scum and, with um, Pat Butcher in it? Scam. Cell Block H. Right. Scam. Start Up and this three-part um, time. series, whatever, Time. 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 Yeah, is, are similar it's in the fact scum. that they're... Re- huh? They're both similar to Scum. Yes, but where Scum's the 70s telling of Borstal or whatever, but it was a realistic depiction of what goes on. All the terminologies, how... Styled up's a realistic depiction in the 90s. No, Start Up is exactly... I'm just saying, it's the same. Start Up's a movie, and Time is a three-part thing. What year is Start Up set in? It's recently. I'm saying they're both recent things that have been set in prisons, set in British prisons. I think three parts. It's a much bigger thing than that. Sorry? Time. 
Yeah, time. It's, it's three hours. It's the only difference is time's about an hour longer because time's a three out three than scum three so, hour long thing. So time's longer than scum. Yes, I'll never go in the Scum's just a film, isn't it? So how long styled up? Startup's just a film. Startup right, okay. and Scum's are both feature films. Startup is a film recently about prisons. Right, Time yeah, is yeah. a TV program recently right. about prisons. Yeah. They're both good, both yeah. being researched. That was all I was saying. I was saying Time is quite similar to Startup, which is also a very good prison thing. Which is also recently. similar to Scum. Because they do say in well, prison. Yeah, the fact in so prison. Is Ma- that Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy thing as well. Yeah, that's called Time, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Time Bandits. Time Bandits. No, no. Is it like Porridge? Yeah, where Martin Martin Luther King. It looked like Porridge, the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Where Eddie Murphy, Sean Bean plays Ronnie Barker's character. Eddie Murphy and Martin fucking what's his face bad boys Lawrence. Martin Lawrence yeah there's, I think that's called time as well where they go into, they get locked up in the 20s or 30s for uh, crimes they didn't oh, commit oh yeah I remember that and one, then yeah. they're oh, oh you, you, fuck you no, fuck you and then they spend the whole time in yeah, what's the one with Kurt Douglas that's like comedy. and the other one and they tough get tough guys out, yeah Lancaster Sean Bean on BBC iPlayer right, time okay so back to time very well very well researched uh, Stephen Graham's great in it as well as the screw he's like the, the way they interact with each other and everything, all the prison lingo is great. Like, uh, and Sean Bean's really good. The, the annoying thing about it though is because Sean Bean, you're waiting for him to kick off the whole time. You realise that like, okay, he's going down for something. I have a particular and set of skills, and, yeah, and he's yeah. getting picked on. But well, well, no, he's not Liam Neeson. But no, yeah. that's what I thought he was going to be. I but, thought yeah. he was going to be like. He'd... But he's got a sword in everything, yeah. So like, he's sharp for fuck's sake. And you're just thinking, well, yeah, Sean Bean. Obviously, at some point, he's going to get into a fight, but it's. It's there's really... obviously action in it there's obviously tension yeah. um, probably some comedy but what's the love is there, there a love angle and to there's it there's lot, there is lots of love there's yeah, a lot go, of love like, goes to do... it's, a, it's about rede- it's about atonement and redemption so there's all these other characters he meets in there it's like the guy his pad mate as they, they call it um, what does pad mate mean cellmate oh, oh, cell uh, I thought that was and uh, so, what's his name's and they go, and when they say what you're doing, they mean how much time you do. Like so, like when he comes in, he goes to Sean Bean. He goes, uh, "What are you, what are you doing, mate?" And, he, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just making my, I'm just making my bed. Uh, I don't know what, 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 what are you doing?" He's like, "No, no, how much time? What, what are you in for?" He's like, "Oh, oh, four years, four years. Sorry, yeah." And it's like that. So he doesn't know what he's doing, and we shit. And they do the old uh, sugar in the kettle trick as well. Early doors, yeah, sugar in. John O the bully, the guy who's bullying, you, is really good. The guy who bullies Sean Bean is really well a good. I tell you what he, did make me laugh. You know when they the first night they go in prison, they're put in individual cells before they get put into general population, yeah. and they're like, "Ding ding, what are you in for? What are you in for?" And they go, "What are you in for?" And they go, "You that one, the last one." And he goes. I killed a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bollocks, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> killed a man. Anyway, he gets he gets bullied. How, how does he say it again? He's a pedo. I killed a man. I killed a man. I'm Sean Bean. Uh, uh, he gets bullied for like fucking that. ages, and it, it does make you go like, God, just please, do something. You know you've got because everyone stop knows. Me. It, I do think he's a bit naive in the sense that because um, everyone knows. That you go to if you go to prison. I think it's the unwritten. Like most people have seen a prison film. I think most people his age. I think that's what happened to that comedian from the Brown Bear Comedy Clubs. Remember Stand Up? <laughs> no. Down you got to stand up for yourself, didn't you? Down to earth TV reviews, um, no bullshit. But I, I think, I think that's that's the only thing. Where I'd say it falls down on realism is that the the naivety of him, where it took him ages and he had to be taught the ropes by. The, there's a Scottish guy in there. That was a good twist. Don't ruin that. The bit, Scottish yeah. guy who's running the prison, and all that. Yeah, I, don't, oh, I wouldn't wow, say too much. Straight away ruined. What, what do you mean? It's not. You meet this character fucking in the first episode. Well, yeah, he just walks up to him and goes, "Oh, you fucked it, uh, basically." But he does, you don't know that he's the the uh, well, okay, gaffer. Yeah, idea. But, yes, but anyway, they're 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 good characters. There's Lots of shit so going on. So, are you going to give it out of ten? Uh, I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it a solid. 
I'll give it a solid eight and a half. So as this an is eight down, and a half stretch. Eight and a half stretch. <laughs> nice. So as we as this is down to You're our movie down. reviews, no bullshit, where we cut the shit and get straight to what we thought of the film and we like about it. What else have you watched this week? Chris, anything you watched this week? I've been watching The Dead Don't Die. I saw that about um, three years ago, that film. It's really old. It's not yeah. that new. It's. I found it... Um, it just sort of seems to finish three quarters of the way through, like they've run out of ideas, and I just think style over substance. And even though it looked like Adam Driver... I really liked Adam Driver and Bill Murray's characters, like the laconic side of fighting zombies. But it's just... There's not much about it, is there? I nah. fell asleep. I fell asleep watching it. I, saw, I, watched, um, this week. I watched it ages ago, but I can't actually remember watching it, which is probably exactly. not a good sign. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Exactly. It's not a good sign. I fell asleep. And I watched two new things. I, well, I oh, started no, watching... we're not, we stopped talking about that, have we? What, The Dead Don't Die? Yeah. So I, I just remember it's a simmering film, but I don't know enough about it. I'll carry on. Sorry, you two carry on talking about it. But it was also in Zombieland as well, which is... Oh, that's a spoiler. Shit. What, Bill Murray Shit. was? Yeah, I know, but it's not really, that's, not, that's not any news to anyone. Or is it? I mean, if if it is, then it's a spoiler, yeah. I see dead so people. <laughs> so this week I watched, uh, beginning to start, watching Batman The Long Halloween Part 1. There's a new animated DC uh, based on the Batman comic and I fell asleep. Watched the first episode of Rick and Morty, the new series, and that is very, very good. Very clever what they're doing with that. So and actually, no, I'm just thinking, you know, because you kept interrupting so many times I was talking about time. I never really finished talking. I've just thought, I've just thought about what I said. I'm going back to... I said time's I, infinite, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, like... Yeah, no, no, you got what a bit I wanted more to say, say about was, time. I didn't finish my point because you because you interrupt me so many times, so many fucking times. times. I, I would, uh, I would it's actually. Impossible for me I not would, to, it's impossible for me to not to fucking. Can uh, I just say out of ten, shit. I would give it an eight on its side. What I was trying to say was about the the his character was it's it's quite realistic in the in the sense that although he was his character was naive, it was seemed naive that he wasn't sticking up for himself. He didn't just go right. And go and fight straight away because you wouldn't. You would probably would let yourself get bullied maybe a little bit to begin with, and then go to right, find the lay of the land. And then, Greg, yeah, you say he was naive. I thought he was English. I thought it was an English character. I, wow. See, I mean, as a jolly joke goes, I don't get. I don't get because I don't, don't blame me for that. I mean, I know you're trying to say that he's naive, as in like, uh, is it all set in England? Then? So what, is, is it what, set in England? What country is someone not naive meant to be from? Neverland. I get, I get Neverland. Oh, yeah, Switzerland. No, yeah. Okay, it is set in England, though, isn't that it? One of those countries. What was, but, I know it's an English prison, isn't it? Uh, but what I liked about it was that they did build that moment up. Instead of just having him go right and getting into a fight straight away, they let it build up the bullying and everything. And it was, and it was quite a realistic thing because in my head, I'm like, yeah, well, obviously you're just going and fucking fight with someone straight away. But no, you probably wouldn't, would you? Probably that wouldn't like, be the best thing. You probably do. go like, um, yeah, see if I can get away with not fighting first, and then. Yeah. But yeah, the amount he gets bullied, you're like, well, you've got to fucking do something. Yeah. I think you sort of need to find the lay of the land. I yeah. don't. Uh, from what I've heard from people that have been there from. My well, people I know they've been there. Birth. Not my own experience. Yeah. No, but they, they've they've if said you're born you'd... in prison. Do you have to stay in prison? Yes, you can. No, but you can come and go as you want. Yeah, but you have to live there. Well, it's not you? like what, what was you that? Um, if you're born in prison, you are probably better off staying there. What was that Mel Gibson film? Uh, was it The Gringo or something like that? Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like that Get in India as well. Where they, they have your families come with you into prison called the Gringo, that was the Gringo that I think yeah that's good so have you finished talking about time now you're going to get angry if I move on to my first film I want to talk about um, no, no you're not good okay you... so I watched a film called North Hollywood and it's a skateboarding film and there's a lot of skateboarders in it what did you think of it then Greg I, th- I thought it was actually quite good considering the amount of ad-libbing it was obviously tell lot- everyone what it's about it's obviously very improvised it's about um, some aspiring skateboarders or one particular one skateboarder in particular 
like they hang, they just hang out in North Hollywood. They go to their high school kids. One of them is thinks he's better at skateboard. Well, they all think they're all right at skateboarding, don't they? And they, they've got dreams of becoming um, professional skateboarders, basically. Which character but is then, you on your bike? Um, but then there's there's one kid who's like got more potential of going to college. And then there's one kid, like the the black best friend. He's not. He's sort of like not that good at skating and not very good for college either. So he's probably just going to get a fucking job. So it's just basically talk, a coming of age thing of them hanging out and talking to girls and shit. Worth a watch. It is, but it's yes not, and no. Yes and no. It's not as some of the because basically they've hired some skaters to act. Better so, than kids. Uh, no but way. Then, but then they've got Vince Vaughn. They've got Vince Vaughn oh, playing no. the dad, but he's actually quite good as oh, the really? dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I don't know whether his bits were ad-libs. And it's a bit with, you know, the, I was thinking about this after as well, because they've got, obviously, they must have got a few celebs in, like Vince Vaughn, they've got to play the dad yeah, in certain yeah. roles in the bedroom. Yeah. And the girl from Community, what's her name? Oh, um, um, not who's the one in Community? The blonde one. Julian Jacobs. Julian Jacobs. Yeah. Right. He, what, she, what, she, there's a bit in that, yeah, you won't remember it, where he goes to, Vince Vaughn goes, Oh, my dad's got me to see this doctor. He's got me to see this doctor woman. Oh, right. And he goes to see her, and there's like a five-minute scene where he's in her office, and she goes, Is it Jim Oh, Jacobs? yeah, well, you've got to live your dream, but you do what you want to do. Yeah. Oh, right. And then he goes, but you can tell, obviously, because someone's, someone's must... known her, yeah. so they've got her in the role just yeah, to do yeah. that four-minute bit. Yeah, just to do... It's got nothing else to do with the rest of the film. Just have a little, one little and bit And then it's just so acting. she can be in it. Yeah, yeah. So it's that kind of film. So it's okay, but it's sort of And not. the kids in it are quite good, because they're, they're obviously... There's some lines, I think, were definitely written down, and then there's some bits you can tell they've gone into their ad-libbing bit. Some ad been bits were all right because they're using proper lingo and that like say how north hollywood kids would actually talk so it's it's quite authentic in that sense but not i mean but then also a bit jarring and, and at times north hollywood what would you give that i'd give that out of 10 i'm going to give that a five six, six. yeah i'd say six ish yeah, yeah. i love giving um points on our movie reviews now i'd give good. i'd give it's that a kickflip any other movies this week you've all watched? Um, um, should we move on to something else? No, I've, I've, did, I tell, did I talk about the count? I talked about Counterpart, didn't I? The series, yeah. or did I? And I recommended that, or did I do that off yeah, the podcast? Yeah, that was a no bullshit movie review. You just said, week, "Oh, there's a TV it? series I watched called Counterpart. I recommend you with watch two it." Two J.K. Really Simmons good. in it, and it's really good. Yeah, that was it. Well, I could do the same again with the Bridge, which is uh, the American version of the Scandinavian uh, show. Which never appealed because there's so many of those fucking Scandinavian detective things, and mm. they don't appeal to me because they're so fucking bleak. And it's just all people like rolled up fucking sweaters, like like t- I mean turtlenecks, are going oh la, yeah yeah oh, la, la, yeah, and then them driving in the snow to somewhere else, and then occasionally they find a body or whatever. But they always they always look the same. They always bleak. I don't mind them. Sometimes I'm in the mood for one, sometimes not. But anyway, it's been. I, f- re- I think that just fulfilled our improv quota. It's, it, but the bridge is set so on the border of I think it's Norway and Sweden or Denmark and Sweden or uh, whatever. Denmark and Sweden. Yeah, Denmark and Sweden. Okay. Uh, so now the, the American version is a lot more exciting because it's fucking Mexico and USA. So obviously straight away, the, obviously it's got cartel stuff in it and all you that. You relate to that, and more. it's yeah, Ramos. and it's and it's just it's more fun. They you used to live with a Spanish bloke. It's more fun, and there's not as many subtitles. There's only subtitles for the, the bits that are in uh, Mexico. Subtitulos. So that's really good, um, and that's got Diane Kruger and Ted Levine, Buffalo Bill from Science Labs. He's really good in it oh, as, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. as the, He's like the Texas, the, he's the El Paso side of the law. So you've got, you've got Juarez and El, El Paso both working together on a, a case where a woman's body's found, but it's two, two women's bodies well, so in half. So it's the same story as the bridge. The bottom, then. The bottom half is yeah, a teenage prostitute. The bottom half is a teenage prostitute from Juarez and the top half is an American judge. Mm. And then, yeah, they well, we'll have, have to, to listen back on. and watch some of these films. Uh, it's a series, Bridge. Yeah. Okay. So that's everything Two we've seasons. been watching and uh, doing this week. That's all our movie reviews well, finished. I, one thing I watched was that um, Stephen Crowder thing. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, 
Is it that's, sort of Sam Cedar and Stephen Crowder thing? I on think YouTube? you'll explain you, you it need best. To explain it all. That's my turn to talk about yeah, something. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, go for it. Uh, so Sam Cedar is a leftist, like political commentator, who says he's not. He's a sort of apolitical. But he just pot, pot, commentates on politics. And then there's a guy called Stephen Crowder who's been on yeah, yeah, no, Left America, who's been Crowder. on like Joe Rogan a number of times, wears a gun belt, pretty right-leaning, pretty off and the wall. And he did that thing at universities where he goes, prove me wrong. That's what most people remember him from, those memes. Well, I think this, yeah. and he'd just turn up at university campuses and And there's uh, H3H3, H3, everyone who watches YouTube will know he's like a quite a famous podcaster stroke. He made loads of videos back in the day. So H3 and, H3 and Stephen Crowder had a bit of a beef on Twitter, and then Crowder said he went to debate H3H3. H3, so H3, that's his H3, thing, he likes to debate. He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm a debate brawl. And H3H3 H3 isn't obviously a debater. So H3H3 H3 got Sam Cedar involved, who actually is, and he's wanted to debate him in the past, but Crowder always chickens out. Well, they so, were supposed to be at some event and uh, allegedly yeah. debate each other, and he pulled out because he said, my people pulled me out. And he was like, "Who's this? he's got people, who's his team? And it would turn out it was his dad. Yeah, so it's basically, this is just basically recommendation because there's loads to this story, more than we could ever describe here. Well, we could. Um, so I reckon the videos I recommend are the Sam Cedar yeah, one and say, H3H3 yeah, yeah, and the Crowder one, but then watch the Crowder one afterwards. What I found, him. Sorry, what I found most funny was when... Uh, Stephen Crowder was introducing what he was going to do. He said, "My um, jiu-jitsu teacher always said, and he said in a Brazilian accent, like, if you come with me like this, I'm going to do this. If you come with me like that, I'm going to do that.' And then as soon as he saw the person he was supposed to be avo- avoiding, they just all start going, nah, 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 nah. It's talking about his wears glasses and that, and it's yeah, just like childish. Voice, he goes like, yeah. do it this way or do it that way, yeah, yeah. and he's like, oh, trying to do a Brazilian a accent. Yeah, yeah. But then also, one of the funniest things you'll ever see on YouTube. Yeah, watching so, this guy completely implode in a gun holster. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I'd things. recommend that. Probably on one YouTube. without spoilers. Watch it. Brilliant. That's all I've got to say. Okay, yeah, so that the Ethan guy. So Ethan is it Ethan Klein. Yeah. So it's funny because the thing is, right? He's just saying he's not going to de- debate. Just he's like me. He doesn't know all the, the the politics sides of stuff, so he doesn't know any bills that have been taken. So that all that this fucking knobhead with a gun knows, he knows a few things about policies or whatever, and that's why. This Ethan guy didn't want to get into debate. He's quite. He could quite easily like do a roast like with him, a battle or whatever, like yeah, yeah. and just t- tear him apart, like taking the piss out of him. And that's why he got well, matey in because he knows that matey knows the, the politics stuff. So he could. That, it was like a tag team thing, really. It wasn't so much. Because he thinks he knows about debating. Debating is like scoring points against the other person. Exactly. It, so you can debate something that they. You can be given a topic that you disagree with, and then use that. To debate the other person. Well, the thing like is, Trump, Trump, can, Trump wins debate or uh, was seen to win debates because it, of just bullshit and, and taking the piss and doing like a roasting thing. You look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah going like Biden's stupid. Look at him. He's stupid. And everyone goes, yeah. And then they voted <laughs> yeah. for him. Like, so, you know what I mean? Um, that, so stupid is the new clever. Debating, yeah. T- as this podcast so It's debatable proves. whether you need to know anything about politics to debate. You could just fucking take the piss out of the other person. Right. Okay. Uh, so that's all our recommendations yeah, for boy. the week. So uh, let's hear some music news now. So apparently there's a new guy who's currently at 34 in the charts, the music charts, called James Bovey. Um, and he's got a song called Starman and the Spiders from Space. Now people are saying Spiders that he's the new space. David Bowie. Have you heard this song? People are saying yeah. he could be the new David Bowie. I haven't heard it. Has he got funny eyes? 
Uh, no, I think he, I haven't really seen him. I know he, he doesn't wear makeup like David Bowie used to do. But he didn't name's always do it. James Bovey. No, no. Like There's Spiders coming from space. No, it's Starman. <laughs> it doesn't go like that. I haven't heard it. I, thought, I heard how a bit did, of it on the radio the other day. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said it doesn't go like that. I haven't heard it. So how the fuck do you know? So it could I go like heard that. all of so it. So for all we know, it goes, There's star Spiders coming right, out yeah, of space. Could, but I doubt he would have copied Starman. Because yeah. I, he- I heard they're both competing to be the first song on um, Now That's What I Call Music 3046 with General Elon. Um, it's called Roche Man and it's about Ferrero Rochers. General Elon? Do you mean Elon Musk in the future when he goes to the future in 3046? No, it's just what? if you sort of mess up the word Elton John and oh, Rocket right. Man. Okay. <laughs> Zing! Oh yeah, a little bit of um, laundry. Um from last week the guy I was struggling to remember was Post Malone you oh know, yes the one, I, I yeah, realised that, that yeah, fangs, I, I yeah. realised that in the edit I was like oh yeah. he must be Post Malone yeah. I just can't he's, remember he's names. not really a rapper he's more of a sing sra- yeah, he started as a rapper he's didn't a he? strapper he's, yeah, a he's, got, he's got fucking tattoos on his face yeah I've never but, heard any of his songs so, play guitar though you should play guitar yeah he does he play, does guitar, play yeah. guitar does he oh okay sorry I sit corrected the two weeks previous about the toilet roll kitchen roll debate um, apparently, kitchen roll to make it harder. They sometimes put polymer in it, which means it should never ever be flushed because it's it's designed to not break down as easy. Thank you. What even ridiculously cheap crap from Co-op? Yeah. Are you Poly- sure? Polymer's cheap as fuck. Polymer, in, mm. but it's still because oh, because it doesn't it doesn't work. It goes it rips apart when I use it on on my asshole. Yeah. So I'm Just sure it, it clogs I'm together. I'm sure water fucks it up like rope. Uh, Just because your pipes aren't clogged doesn't mean you uh, the house pipes. Oh, I could have said that better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, Zing. Uh, Annie Dillard, she's like quite a famous writer. One of her best bits of writing advice, if you're going to write, is write as if you were dying. Ah! Help me! Help! <laughs> Somebody get a doctor. Delete my search history. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Uh, I leave all my gadgets to, I don't know, Barry, I guess. Uh, I so, uh, I've got a question for everybody here. Uh, do people still laugh when someone starts freestyle beatboxing, but they're not very good at it? So they pretend they can beatbox when they can't. Well, why and don't you do it? It's the last time someone tried tried to do that, but yeah, on, I, I, I would laugh. I'd, yeah, obviously. I suppose it depends on the context of where they do it. Okay. <laughs> no, they don't laugh, no. <laughs> If your mother only knew, knew, knew that I would. Oh, 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 oh. He's actually very good. How did he do all that at the same time? There's someone in this country now that in the next five years is going to be massively famous. Yeah. Do you Dom think about from that? Dick and Dom. Because I've noticed he started doing some bits on this morning. And I think his star's only going to rise. Well, no, He'll no, be Alison doing mainstream, um, you know, game shows and that before we know it. No, but I mean, Barry's saying someone who's not already on the radar at all, just a complete nobody. Uh, he's saying, obviously, there's someone who's going to go on X Factor or something like that and all, all of a sudden be yeah. like, like a Dick. superstar overnight. Yeah, so what? Uh, so if yeah. we could find out who that person was... Maybe we could get a little bit of that I magic. Reckon, I reckon yeah. it, I reckon Why it don't we Chris. start our own talent agency then? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. let's come up with a name. Let, let's brainstorm a name. This is a sandpit of emotions. Raise out the flagpole. See who salutes. 
Um, the problem is, I don't, th- I don't think anyone's bare talented. Talent. The people that tackle the people that are going to become famous isn't going to be because of me. That's the thing. It's not going to be something that I like. No, you're going to become famous. Um, so, boy. so I, I'm not going to encourage that. I'm going to I'm going to try and get famous myself instead. It could be you. So are you going to start killing be. prostitutes? Yes. <laughs> How are you gonna? How are you gonna? How are you gonna push, a podcast what, about? How are you gonna push yourself forward? Get your head above the parapet. How are you gonna get on the on Rupert Murdoch's radar? I start killing prostitutes and talking about it openly That's on the podcast. And uh, go, well, we've got no listeners. <laughs> See what you can get away with while you've got no listeners. Like, well, we've only got thirty, and they're quite loyal listeners. I don't think they. I don't think any of them are grasses. So uh, I'm just gonna start murdering people and talking about it. The, the first prostitute we got serial killer on it. <laughs> Rupert, yeah. Each week he can't listen to this. It's brilliant. He's killing people. He goes around on his bike you killing people. You need a name because he does like geo caches where you can go and find bits of her jewellery and fingers and bits stuff. Bits of her body. <laughs> no, because like Rupert Murdoch ended up here. getting the New York Post and was like that was one of the jewels in his crown because of Son of Sam. So if you, you need a name like that, like Ton of Spam or the drone Side murder. of Ham. The drone murderer. Because uh, people see a drone above their housing estate for a few days before. That's probably going to give it away. And suddenly someone goes missing on the housing estate. Yeah, Aylesbury's not good for phonetic um, or sorry, alliterate, alli- alliterative um, names is it? Yeah, but it's got the, the word. Aylesbury it's got the word. It's got the word berry in it. It's got the word berry, which would do with the body, and it's got the word ale in it. So you could be the pissed up killer. Yeah, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Mm. Thanks. I think it's a great idea. So, does anyone else uh, after lockdown's over want the elbow handshake to stay? Ooh, yeah. well, no, Shaking hands seems I, 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 a bit dirty. I just got to shake hands, just just go like that and nod at each other. I don't do the right. elbow tap anymore. Nah, I, really I used to, I used to like the hand the handshake though. I used to like it because like if, you could tell from a grip know, you like, what you're, you're like, doing. Yeah, you're like holding another man. I used to like <laughs> holding another man. <laughs> no, you shake hands with a woman, you fool. <laughs> Uh, you don't, yeah, you don't. You don't give it one of them, do you, to a woman? You, you go. Know, you, you give, you give you a slightly dated yeah, no, one. You give her a firm you hand. Crush her hand. You give you, her a firm hand. You give her firm to let her know that you could throw her about a bit. You give her a firm handshake and you say, "See, <laughs> no doesn't mean no." <laughs> don't worry, love. I'm wow, strong as I need to be. We're edge lording <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as strong as I need to be. No, but this I'm strong when I need to be. So this I handshake mean, could. If I need to crush you, I will. But I will never hurt a lady. But I will hurt you, my love. Because as as Greg knows, when we on uh, when we're on site in a, an empty house, we actually cook a full meal. It was one thing we did. Um, we did. We cook a meal like we had burgers. We do all that. But I bought a uh, from a Sainsbury's. I bought a garlic crusher because I was going to cook something on the George Foreman. I thought we'd put some garlic in it and all that. And I killed the garlic crusher with one squeeze it actually wow. bent that no I think I'm, no I'm more impressed with the garlic <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that was one like, tough bit of garlic and that's why you put in just big bulbs of garlic with yeah, those yeah, chips yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really added to the flavour of the chips no no if you <laughs> roast, would have done a bit if you roast garlic then yeah. you, in, with a, you can leave it in its yeah, skin no, but and you then can you eat, squeeze it yeah no and you can and eat it comes anyway. out yeah. Do we do an nice impression piece of garlic? Go on in. Don't think you're crushing me, you fucking fat Danny DeVito cunt. I'm going <laughs> to smash your garlic crusher. Am I Danny DeVito now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you now. No, you won't, no, you'll always be on Majalili to me. Hot, nicknames that stick. Because that one, that one, as it was done, I could feel the knife going into my ribs. What's that, Omid? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like some sort of film where I'm playing an Arab. I'm not even Arabic. I mean, uh, you're great in um, Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. As, as what Thank I. you. Oh, God. Oh, you want to do this? You can't, hey, you can't race. Oh, he? oh, God, right. You can't Fuck. be the podcast nah. racer? What are you doing? I hate that character. Chris. Is that him? Watto. Yeah, that's We're it. Just no, 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 no,
shake hands again. Fist It'll be nice hands. when men can fist. touch each other's shoulders and give a gentle fist bump again, like we used to. Oh, oh, you keep saying touching the shoulders, so I imagine. So you got you touch with one hand, you got your hand on their shoulder. This, and, and, then then, and, then you, and then you fist bump. Which, since when did you do that? Every man does you, that. You have never once touched me on the shoulder and fist bump. No, me. you know when you got behind a guy and you put your hand on the shoulder. What, you right, got mate? behind a guy and fist him. No, you go. You're right, mate. Not when you're facing and forward. <laughs> you you pick his pocket. You put your hand on his shoulder and you get your fist right up his ass. So there was, there was the same time. You know that style of handshake that started to become popular, where you shake hands and then you also do a hug at the same time. You shake and then you do that like yes, and shake no. and hug. Yes, you know that I don't one. go to the same bars well, as you. Like that. No, I'm not saying that. So I say if I saw, like, um, Kishan, you say you see him, he'd go, yeah, I ain't seen you in ages. And then you, you see that sort of lean over to the left and you both go, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes, fam. And then, you, and then like, you yeah. do a little fist bump. No, because you can't do a fist bump if you're shaking hands so, and doing a cuddle. But you know, if you haven't seen anyone in a long time, how many arms have you, you might got? Do a, you might do a hand on the shoulder thing yeah, yeah, and lean in and, and give a, a sh- you shake. You rub your genitals a, against theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Have you got anything you've ever brought for the kitchen that you've only used about five times and never used again? Yeah. Yeah, Go you popcorn popcorn maker popcorn machine. You got two ghosty dust dulcy gust of it machines. Oh well, yeah, they're gathering dust now. I haven't <laughs> used them in fucking ages. <laughs> you got two of them. You got oh, no, the dulcy gust one and the other one. What's the other one called? I've got the Tassimo the and Tassimo I've got and, Tassimo and, and the dulcy gust. That's Gusto. true. Yeah. When, I, when both, that's rich. When me and you were living, when, <laughs> you know how I do. When me and Greg were living together, I bought a courgette, didn't I? So you make spaghetti out of, cor- uh, out of a courgette. Oh yeah, that's never been that's been used about once, and it was yeah, fucking yeah, horrible. The spiralizer. Yeah, you just put the courgette in it, and it comes out like. Bits yeah. of cool George jet. Foreman grill I only ever used about four times I've used my loads this week yeah the George Foreman see, I, things with George Foreman is it's a good idea at the time I remember when I first got one I used it for ages and then yeah it just it collects loads of crap on the top of it doesn't it and it gets really sticky and shitty no you clean like, the it inside of it, I know the inside of it you can clean reasonably but it's just something about using it over and over you just you just go off it, don't you? And you're like, eh, it's not. You and it just, just seems manky. You can stop like, using it this be, week. And you think, uh, and you clean it all the time. You're thinking, well, I could just put something under the grill with a bit of foil, and then I wouldn't have all this fucking cleaning shit nonsense. Yeah, but when, when we were working on site, you can stop using it. So like, is your burger done? And he goes, I'll just do a bit more. And I was waiting to do the well, other. Yeah, because that's how my my dinner was being cooked. That's how my lunch was being cooked yeah, at that yeah. time. No, but like, you kept putting it. But you you took ages. Well, yes, because that's what. <laughs> that's how you like your mean burgers. I can't get yeah, enough no. the George Foreman grill. Just because that I happened to be using the George Foreman grill to cook my burger. So yeah. <laughs> I was putting it back in to cook for longer. It's not it's not you hadn't cooked just say my yes standard and not not but. Just cook my fucking burger properly, John. I'm oh, sorry mate. When do you want your next burger? Do you want a burger now, sir? Yes. Get out of here. Right. Get I'm my gonna, wood burning. I'm going to run no, home and get my It was a very good lunch. It was uh, more than I expected. I was expecting to have to run up the road to a chippy somewhere or uh, seek out a chippy on my Google Maps and then yeah. But no, Johnny was like, "No, don't worry about that. We've got fries here. We've got burgers." Yeah, we had curly cook, fries. Oven chips with garlic and everything, but salad. Uh moldy salad unfortunately. But yeah, you know, I I know, oh yeah, yeah. I won't, I won't hold that against them. It was a better spread than I was expecting. I didn't buy the salad. No, that was a uh, Oh, good lady boss. How's our good lady Lisa, the boss? (laughs) All right, Lisa. (laughs) So the next subject, the big one is, this week's biggest subject, is we debate Eddie Murphy's Delirious. We go back in time. We were all meant to have watched it this week, and we decide whether we think it's still funny. Is Eddie Murphy's Delirious still funny? I'm not debating this with you, Barry. It is still funny. It still stands up. His bit, his Rocky bit, I still watch that to this day if I'm hanging out and we're watching you funny clips on YouTube. Ice cream. No, I hate, I hate that. Oh, I'm, I'll, I'm with Barry there with the ice cream bit. I'll say that has dated horribly and that is a bit annoying. Um, I don't like that bit. Be it. 
this bit of Rocky when he's taking the piss out of Ita- like Italians after seeing Rocky and the queue and everything and the sweets and all that shit. That is still that still stands up. That could be that could have come out yesterday and I'd I'd still laugh yep. at it. Um, is so it not no. problematic though against Italian Americans? No. no. Of course not. I mean, that's the, that's the genius of it. It's because he's doing he does an Italian American voice so well. Like he's, he's doing the voice of a black guy, and his white his white, hey, his white yeah his white guy voice is a bit offensive to me if if I'm honest. But um, but it's still quite funny. I think American comedians, <laughs> and apparently this apparently this is coming over here because uh, someone I know was saying about oh you know that these comedians keep saying jokes about white people and that and sort of, yeah, whatever whatever. But in America for years they've been doing there's more racial jokes than there have been in England since the 70s I think because yeah. in since uh, alternative comedy came in they stopped doing uh, in England so much racial comedy where in America it's the norm isn't it yeah. it's like white people sound like this but then black people they turn up late and then, <laughs> yeah. they, and then they're loud in the cinema and it's all uh, there's a funny because um, I've never heard a black person be loud in the cinema in England there's a funny bit in Futurama where they take the piss out of that style of comedy going like oh just the, like the differences between like black black and white people basically like there's a planet where they're water people and they go like yo people people who ain't made of water be walking like this and the people and the people who are made of water be walking like this yeah so obviously the people the people made of water are meant to be black you have a fun- if you're a black cool. comedian you've got to have a funny laugh now haven't you um i don't think that's a, a pretty i think I don't know. I think that's a. Have uh, you never noticed that? Not really. No, that no, was. We're not specifically with black. <laughs> well, then, we, we've got Jimmy <laughs> Carr. I think that's a thing with comedians in general. Or oh, yeah. I got told the reason Jimmy Carr um, started doing that was because he was having bits of what he was doing shortened. And if he's on there, he's got to be paid. So. Oh, so to stay on camera, he did the laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a, huh, huh, yeah, huh, it was about huh, extending huh. his presence, basically. I can believe that. Jimmy Jimmy Carr strikes me as the kind of person that he worked for. Didn't he work for Shell? He was a CEO of Shell, wasn't he? Or he was not CEO. I imagine but... he's the sort of person that would rape a ventriloquist doll. Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It looks like his mum was raped by a ventriloquist doll. Yeah, it could be that as well. Because he looks like one. So, did you ever um, paint Warhammer figures? Yes. Or were you yes. into Warhammer? I did, did. Yes, I was into, but not actual Warhammer. Period. I was only into the painting the figures. I'd never actually played Warhammer. No, not once. I played because I got I got um, Hero Quest and Space Crusade yeah, board yeah. games. We should get them again. They're coming. And they out came again. with the plastic figures which yep. you could paint. And I painted them, and so I played that game. But then that was the only—that's as far as I got. That was just like a normal board game, though, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah. There was no. There's nothing Warhammer no dungeon about, mastery it. about it. Yeah, there's no Warhammer about it. But I really—I just loved the figures because I, I loved micro machines when I was a kid. I just always Did loved miniatures. Did you ever stick the figures up your bum? I'm. I, it's like oh, the obvious answer is no, but then I'm also I'm like I was trying to think of a comedy answer as well. Yeah, and I'm no, like, yeah, it's difficult. And I'm like, but it's just so. No, like, that, like, that was that's almost like a fucking four-year-old. Did you ever put them up your bum? Yeah, of course I did, Barry, and that's why. And that's why I've got this weird skin condition because the lead slowly over time, after years of putting the, 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 them up my ass, uh, I got this weird blood poisoning thing, and now my skin is a funny colour. And that's what, uh, uh, and you I, know that, Barry. So is that why, why your shoulders all fucked? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why my left shoulder hangs lower than the right one. That's funny because that leads on to uh, new super, uh, new superheroes, Lead Man, Warhammer right, no, Man. No, Warhammer Man. He put so many lead figures up his ass. He, he put so many Warhammer miniatures up his ass. That he's, the lead has got seeped into his bloodstream, but he's now 
uh, he's what's it, it um, impervious he can change colours no he's impervious to nuclear does he paint him does he paint him first he's impervious to nuclear attacks so if a nuclear bomb drops you know they say the lead Obviously. paint in the house stops yeah, it yeah he from, does yeah, paint him yeah. first so yeah. no so, he has no, to paint no, him no just first. the lead from the oh never mind but he has to paint him first yeah <laughs> so anyway anyway you no, they're all orcs can I just say can I just say with the, the whole painting the miniature thing I I got really annoyed because I used to get the magazine White Dwarf magazine. Is it White Dwarf? Yeah, White Dwarf. Yeah. Put up your bum, roll it out, <laughs> and then that didn't got my ass as easily. <laughs> Paper cuts. <laughs> oh, it was, it was terrible getting into Warhammer. And then, <laughs> then we finally got split to his thighs. <laughs> we had to play the game. We got the table out. I was like, "Fuck off!" Did people used to come around to play Warhammer? And go, where's all the stuff? And they tried to cram the table up my ass. I was like, you "No, used to go, it's up here." Uh, <laughs> Go on. I'm taking my lead there's fingers light, back. If you put your finger in, there's a light just at the top. Click that on. Guys, I'm not putting the table up my arse. Look, I can fit the White Dwarf magazine, a load of miniatures, but I'm not putting the table up there. Uh, no, right, okay. So I got into it. They remember the Golden Demon Awards as well. So if you read White Dwarf yes. magazine, the Golden Demon Awards were the painting awards. And I used to look at all that, and they were fucking amazing. And there's I thought a guy I, called John Toyer, isn't there? Uh, I can't remember the. the probably yeah, probably is a guy John called Toya, that because he, he stuck the most Warhammer figures up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the record. I was like, I was like oh, I'm never going to beat that guy. Like, he puts the big ones up there too. You know the big ones where they're like, no, they're like six inch, six inches tall. Or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah. So the Golden ones. I used to look at all those. I'd be like, right, they can paint them really well. And then when I went to paint them, I was like, oh, I'm really shit painting. They're always them. brown. <laughs> <laughs> They're rusty. Oh, you better use white That's as a base rust. coat. Oh, okay. The picture, the pictures <laughs> in White Dwarf were always so big. So no, but- I got my lead figure and I went home and I got my roller out and my Dulux. But you no, know, you did need. You know, in Toy Story Two, when the the guys, the old toy maker guy, has got. Woody in a little chair and he's got his magnifying glass he's got a special little kit to paint and, and, and yeah, touch up yeah, the toy yeah. you need all that shit you need proper magnifying yeah. glasses and stuff to paint them properly because the way and the ink washes and stuff like that because I didn't get how they did the highlighting how they did like yeah. the, the, the top part of their skin yeah because I just do it and it was just all one colour and I was like oh I did a couple that I was George quite... can do that my son can do that oh, can you do all that shit I can remember years ago yeah. when I first met you and I came around and you said oh can you give us a hand with this <laughs> I've got nearly as many as John got up there. And I've I was... got, look, 12, it's a record. Just, please, can you just push this last one up? And Barry, no. and Barry said, I thought it was supposed to be a white dwarf. I said, what are you up to? And he goes, oh, I'm just painting Warhammer figures. Can you give me a hand? Oh. And then, oh, what do you want me to do? And he goes, oh, you got to put, remember the orbital glasses you used to have with the, like, the torches on. <laughs> yeah. And you go, oh, you just put those orbital glasses on. And you get the paints and the stuff. And then you bent over and got these clamps, <laughs> and I had these, and I was just looking up your hole, trying to paint these figures. Did he have and I was like, this is really hard. And you go, no, no, you've got to do them up there because yeah, if they're painted like, up there. Surely it'd be easier to paint them outside of your and arsehole. Then put them up your no. Arse. Like, no, 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 no. You've got to leave them where the base coat is. The base coat's brown, and you leave yeah, them up there. Everything's brown. You need a new speculum. <laughs> so, anyway. So, I hear um, Harry Redknapp's getting a cameo in EastEnders. Have you seen this? Uh, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds like it's true. People are saying that. I mean, it sounds like he. It sounds like something he could, would do. Do you reckon he'll be talking about Betfred on it? Do you reckon what? he's Arthur coming back from the dead? <laughs> oh, that'd oh, be great. Back that'd there, be and I've got the kitty. I'm fucking loaded. <laughs> hey, he he's Northern, Northern now. Oh, I'm loaded. 
I can turn this around. Yeah. I can turn this around. I reckon I put it in a high value savers account. Uh, Arthur looks a bit like a ball bag as well. Actually, they do. They look. They they could be related. He could definitely be. He'll be playing Arthur Fowler's dad, wouldn't it? Not Arthur Fowler's dad, Danny Dyer's dad, I reckon. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Or his uncle, at least. His uncle Harry. Daddy Dyer. Oh, my uncle. My uncle Harry's coming in. You up, boy? It's like you watch, when you put on EastEnders, it sort of not ages you, but you put it on and you don't recognise anyone in it, and then all of a sudden, like say Ian Beale or Phil turns up and it's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, there we go. It's not casualty. <laughs> yeah. So you've um, heard the expression "too many cooks were in the soup," but what new contemporary expressions can you make up? Do you reckon? I've never heard that expression. I've never heard that old. Too one. many cooks spoil the broth. The broth. There you go. That's it. Too many cooks. <laughs> the soup. Too many cooks ruin my cereal. Haste today, rest tomorrow. All Every right. cloud has water in it. Every cloud is water. A stitch in time oh, saves yeah. tw- nine. A stitch in time saves you bleeding to death. One in the bush is worth two birds in a stone. I don't know. I reckon... <laughs> That's a good mixture of two. Would you rather have one in the bush or two never in the put, hand? Never put all your ferrets in your trousers at once. Yeah. That's similar to eggs in the basket. Because I... Oh, oh, but, Sorry. Never, Never your reuse no. a Johnny. Two pumps in the bush is worth one in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> one in the one in the stinks worth two in the pink. Mm, no, not really. No, well, it depends. I mean, bar- not to Barry, obviously. A jump over the leap before you hedge. Uh, have a have a look around, check everything, and then and then before <laughs> you go too far. Don't sit down on your TV controller. Always, ma- always make sure your forks are going forward. Don't put knives upright in the washing up thing. Don't put knives up your bum. Something is something, but something is divine. But to something is divine. What's <laughs> oh, that one? I want to yeah, up. shit is bread, but wine is divine. <laughs> that's the one. Don't get bitter, get better. Go back in time. That's good. Because that's divine. That's the one. If you could go uh, back in time with a photocopier. It's Christmas time. If it's butter right at the bum, use your thumb. So you know, like in these uh, science fiction films, when people go back in time, they always do this crazy stuff, don't they? And change your history. Have you heard the expression like, "If you step on a butterfly's wing, butterfly effect. in um, one of somewhere, yeah. Yeah, chaos, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Jumanji, yes, everything could change." Flaps its that? wings, and then a hurricane happens in Japan and kills. Yeah, everyone. so say you go back in time and step on a butterfly. Yeah, then when you come forward, everything's changed. When you come you back, you might have wings. Uh, it's a way around that where you could actually definitely trick that theory and stop that from happening if you did do if time travel was real <laughs> by, by just sitting on your sofa and then not, and not inventing a time machine well it's easy to make that stop no if happen. you actually did go back in time yeah oh, so obviously tell us tell us yeah so tell. you want to go back in time and the whole point of going back in time is to get some kind of gain for the future when you come back again yeah. Wouldn't you agree? In most time travel things, or they try to rescue somebody, yeah. or they have to change something in the past, or so. Uh, as you probably know from like Back to the Future, where it gets the Alimac or the lottery, and you go back and know the lottery numbers. Yeah. And so <laughs> Alimac. I thought of a better way of doing this. All you do is before you go back in time, is you take a photocopier with you, and then you go back in time and just photocopy all the money from like say the 70s or something like that just photocopy commit a really ridiculous um, fraud that would be found out immediately no because nobody would know what a photocopier is would they that's why I'm saying it 
So you go back to, say, the 70s, the 1970s. What, so you can't go back forward again? Yeah, you can come back again afterwards. What, just go back and so make you a get load a of come you're back. in the time machine. You go back to the 1970s, you photocopy a load of cash from the 1970s, and then you just bring it back and just deposit it. Yeah, but it'd be photocopied money that was out of date, and you'd probably just get... Well, you wouldn't even get arrested. They'd just say you're an idiot. Are you, are you saying that photocopied money would be easier to pass off in the 70s than uh, now? No, no, you're saying photocopied yes. money in the 70s and bring it back oh, to yeah, now. Oh, yeah, retarded. Yeah. I often think, though, that if I, if, I, if I suddenly... If I was to suddenly like go like, right, get sent back in time, but you didn't have the sports... I'd bet on Leicester. But you didn't have sports almanac, and you could only remember certain things. I was like, Leicester. fuck, what would I bet on? So it'd be like, right, all the World Cup... Yeah. All I can remember is the World Cups... I can't even remember most of the Premier League wins and some of them wouldn't have been that good of odds anyway but you'd, you'd remember stuff like Leicester winning the Premiership and stuff like that and go yeah. right remember the it year and then, and, yeah, and then it's like oh fuck what year was it yeah uh, you know it's b- between three years don't you so you just you bet on Leicester winning in those three years at each year you just put, oh no but then you've got to have loads of money to so that's why you it. take a photocopy back with you and just then, photocopy the money so like, you're betting on weird shit like you go like right but you go like guys I know it's a weird thing to bet on yeah but I reckon terrorists are going to fly into the Twin Towers I was like, I mean, because yeah, yeah, I do yeah. that with books and music, though. I go, oh, no, exactly. Or do the fucking yesterday thing and just go, all right, I, I could know. There's lots, quite a few tunes I know. Baby off my Shark. Heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, fuck baby you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the creator of Baby Shark. I can now. remember all the words for that. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. That's, that's a good sequel to Yesterday, and like, the guy goes back in time to just be the Baby Shark guy instead of. Or just take a photocopy of back, like I said, and photocopy a shit ton of money and bring it back. Oh, I, did, I watched that this week. Well, but you'd I was be so pissed. I didn't remember you'd be it. You'd better off photocopying an almanac, a sports almanac, wouldn't you, and then betting on all the things no, again. It would be from the 70s, wouldn't it? I think Barry would go back to the 70s. Photocopying then... money doesn't work. Barry. No, yeah, no. Barry would go back to the 70s, get all the results of all the it sports matches in the 70s, and then come back to now and say, look, I knew... Here's our philosophical question of the week that's been sent in from me. Uh, what is an ego and what is the advantage of having one and not having one? Well, I think uh, oh, yeah. ego, we should go to our expert. Ego, the ego meets in the middle of the id and the superego. Your id is basically your primal urges, everything you want to do, like childlike things. Oh, I'm thirsty. I drink. I poo my pants. Me poo my pants. I want to... Whatever. Yeah. And, and also, but as you get older, it's a uh, sexual thing as well. Obviously, like, I want to have sex. Like... Um, but uh, the superego is how you ideally want to perceive yourself or others to perceive you and your ego is sort of meeting in the middle how you can realistically do that is my uh, definition of the I think you're pretty spot on there aren't you the I don't think the, only, the thing is now where it's been sort of mediaised and popularised everyone thinks anyone with any sort of uh, outwardly and a gracious behaviour is um, got a big ego or, yeah. got a big ego yeah, yeah. so the terminology gets a little bit sort it does, of skewed yeah. in that but an ego can be protective, you know, in, in that term, exactly. in the term that they mean in like, um, you know, someone who wants to um, not necessarily dominate, but assert their their sort of views and, and how they are. That can be a sort of protective thing or it could be about, um, well, like we talk, about, we talk about social exchange and things like that. It could be about just presenting and promoting yourself to people in the best way exactly so yeah you could exactly protect your ego as well as yeah showing it off or whatever but yeah your ego is just just everyone should have you have to have an ego because that's what keeps you from being sense of self but yeah from going around just fucking punching people in the face and and all the other things that you want to do 
Because uh, when uh, you're born, you have no, you don't realise what you are, do you? Exactly. You just eat poo out your nappy. You just go. No, oh, no, but you, you don't know. There's any difference between <laughs> you and anything you can see or feel. Yeah. So then the ego is your knowledge yourself. I yes, think. exactly. Yes, and and but then yeah, then you have the super ego, which is your ideal that's self, you. and how you yeah. But <laughs> that's your new superhero. Ego to reality. Yeah. Super ego. So um, people presume that Scarlett Moffat is super outgoing and super bubbly all the time, but she's been the victim of online trolling, just like Jesse Nelson from Little Mix. What makes someone become an online troll, and what do you think is the best way to deal with it, online trolling? Have you ever um, been trolled? Uh, computers make people become an online troll. Anyone with a computer is a, basically a troll. They do I, say I there's more trolls than people that are nice. Yeah, I think everyone's trolled at some point. Probably well. No, I, I troll in a good way. I troll for good. I only troll trolls. I troll bad I've people. Tried, I've tried trolling on Instagram. Um, the Idol Matinee. Yeah, I've been Instagram responding. Have you noticed? I'm. Yeah. Tro- I'm I want to troll that I'm too. Trying, I'm just trying to poke it out there. Because um, uh, like, Idol Matinee is available not only as a podcast but also on Instagram, and you can email us at uh, idolmatinee@gmail.com. Do you guys like Greg Wallace? I love him because apparently right he's had a five stone weight loss and uh, his fans say he now looks like a Hollywood superstar you'll never believe what he looks like now just a thousand more clicks because he's got a proper six pack now hasn't he he looks really like because I, I read he, he used to be a green gro- he used to be a green grocer didn't he and they actually rather than uh, losing weight or doing exercise actually peeled him like an onion the thing is we're working off this list and these things that Barry's written down are about six months old so like, I doubt he's got the six pack anymore he would have got it briefly for some little promo thing for paper and now I'd imagine he's a fat cunt again no no now he looks like an asparagus with glasses well that's what I was going to say do you think Greg Wallace is the kind of guy who fluctuates in his weight or do you think he can hold it down and no I think he I think he stays like just a normal base fat cunt normally like just <laughs> normally um, Oprah Winfrey not, I don't think he does an Oprah Winfrey where like she properly like balloons up and down but I think no she's just a fat bitch now as well I think she hasn't she doesn't bother losing weight now she's just fat now I think keep all this in just bleep it out but who's Greg Wallace's mate you know the um, the one with John T. Rhodes John T. Yeah. Rhodes because John T. Rhodes <laughs> Greg Wallace um, Baxter whatever his name is and then uh, I think before he was a green grocer so he's probably a vegetarian but now John Commode's in, involved he's probably giving him um, cakes with meat in it what are they called pies I love pies there's not enough pies I love pies I love, I love puddings pie. and I love pies what better than a pie pudding a, a pudding uh yeah, well, doesn't Greg Wallace win. go out with like a twenty-year-old or no, something? Yeah, he did. No, he, he was. Yeah. He, he did. Or a fifteen-year-old or something. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they all do. Fucking in Paul Hollywood. They're all, they're they're all, all going it. out with like really young girls, aren't they? They're yeah. like, they're like eighteen, well, nineteen, yeah, seventeen. I, I think it's because well, they don't come from. Uh, they come from trades where you don't have loads of women in there, and then all of a sudden they're they're getting us all attention. Yeah, true. He's a bit like, oh, bananas. Oh, oh, I'm a darling. Well, he would have done as a. He <laughs> <laughs> would have seen on the market. He would have seen loads of birds on the market. Oh, I'd be a fool. You could have never a arbitrage. So do you guys remember something called um, White House Farm and a guy called Jeremy Bamba? Do you think Jeremy yes. Bamba should be and freed? That was, a good, that was a good show as well with Stephen Graham. Do you think he should be freed, though? No. no. Jeremy Bamba. No, you fucking silly cunt. What did he do? Didn't he... What did he, he shot do? His, he shot his whole family and then, and then framed yeah. his sister for it and shot her twice in the head. And she was a, a, a young, like, mod, she was a model 
or an ex-model or whatever who's, who's suffering with mental health issues. Was, was she a lead model? Depressed or whatever. And then to add to that, he shot her in the head, yeah, framed it, and then led her husband to believe and why, that he that she, that she she had done it right. and that his ex-wife had killed his own and kids. And why did he do that? So he, uh, What was he gaining from doing all that? Just money. He was oh, just, he's he's insurance job. He was insurance he, job. Yeah, he's he's adopted, he, they were both adopted kids. So him and the, the, the sister he killed were both adopted, but they like... They took him in, loved them and everything, brought them up with like money and all the rest of it. But he was just like the whole time, just a proper, proper sociopath, just did not care. You know what I mean? Just, just, just really didn't care. Didn't have, just didn't have any feelings like normal so people. So you know like the White House Farm on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. That's not like one of those true crime things that makes you think, oh, maybe he's innocent. It's no. not one of those. No, 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 no. It tells you how it shows oh, you how right. it is. It's, it's, really, it's well, really well acted. Because there's actually. like a campaign, isn't there, to try and get him out? Because they're saying that he... Oh, oh God. Because I thought that thing on Netflix sort of shows... Like, so you're like, oh, is he, did he, did no, he not? No, 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 no. If there's a campaign to get him, then there's some real fucking funny people in the world. Are you lying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should get him on the podcast. Uh, Barry's trying to get him get out. Get him on the podcast. He can be in the brown bear, Jeremy Bamba. Anyway, that's that's worth a watch as well. That's a four-parter, I think, but that's similar to time. How long is it, though? Um, is it as long as Scum and the other one? It's a four-hour-long four thing, so it's an hour longer than time. It's Stephen Graham's in yeah, that Yeah, Stephen Graham's in it. It's also got loads of Game of Thrones act- actors or actresses. There's like about four people from Game of Thrones in it, but yeah, they're all, they're, everyone's really good in it anyway. Do you reckon uh, kids today will never know the joy of finding pornography in bushes? And do you think that's something that's been lost? Uh, no, because I leave it there as often as I can. I go around distributing porn in bushes on my electric bike. I'm like, look, kids kids are missing this these days. Railway sidings Sometimes everywhere. Sometimes you actually hand it to them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, good, <laughs> I'll give this to you direct. There you go, son. <laughs> don't, don't put get that, that away. You get there on their phone, you go, <laughs> put that yeah, away. Yeah, your parents can't ban, your parents can't block you from that. You, you can't, can't turn the internet off of this. You'll never be blocked from that, son. Because <sighs> we're actually making a new TV series, aren't we? Where we're, uh, it's like a, it's like a, like a, almost like a, what do they call it? Uh, a cop buddy thing where I go and plant the bushes and then he uh, sticks pornos <laughs> yeah. under it. It's called Plant and Porno. Yeah, working with landscape yeah. gardeners is like, right. My name's Peter Plant yeah. and your name's uh, Barry Porno. Is that for climate change? Huh? To help with climate change, yeah, yeah. Like loads and, of porn, and porn under bushes again, and old school porn. It's a government scheme called yeah. Bring Bring back, back the Bush. Bring back the Bush. Get kids the bush. Oh, we should have called it Bring Back the Bush. It's, it's also to get kids off their computers as yeah, well. Yeah, Bush right? for a Bush. Get so kids, kids reading more. Yeah, so it gets them out looking for porno magazine Bush. Never know when they're going like to find one. It's like geotag him. It won't be hard, but we'll get you hard. It won't yeah, be no. hard to find. Once you find it, you'll get hard. That's our tagline for our, por- our porn Can we just not do it for company. kids? No, not for kids. I'm talking about young teens. Maybe we should just get lottery funding, do it for teenage boys. Yeah, teenage boys. Be really strict where we're going for So you know um, the repair shop? Do you reckon Will Kirk is the hottest man on TV right now? Do you know, I swear, right, honestly, I swear, every topic you've discussed, like the last sort of like 20 topics, like halfway through the last podcast have been ones we did about 25 episodes ago. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Greg Wallace is now fat again. He wasn't, he was, he was in shape. I'm reminiscing. He was on the good old days. He was in shape on some clickbait six months ago, but yeah, whatever you're saying, repair shop isn't even on TV But doesn't things repeat itself? Doesn't, doesn't life repeat itself? It all comes round again, doesn't it? So you just keep going on. Some of them are going to work. The the time relevant ones. You would have guessed what Andy, Andy Peters looks like now. 
<laughs> the time specific ones are gonna aren't gonna work so well, are they? Here's one for you. Here's one for you. My girlfriend had extensions put in. She's got home office and a large dining room sticking out the back of her head. All right, we need to work on that one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Brown Bear Comedy Club. Lovely for you all to be here. Settle down, settle down. Everyone's just finding their seats there. Last few people at the bar getting drinks. Don't worry, I'm not going to make any little jokes or puns if you're coming in late. Yeah. Because I know it's quite hard to get here and it's quite hard to find. Uh, we're in Chester this week and uh, we've got some lovely acts for you this evening. Um, and we've a few good acts to see. We've got four acts. <laughs> and uh, we want to kick off without further ado because now our social distancing's ended. They want to bring you up and make you have a really nice time, really happy time. And the first act tonight is Mr. Lidge. I want to welcome him to the stage. He's Malcolm Woke. Woo, yeah, I love Malcolm Woke. He's so woke. Say my name. Acknowledge my truth. I'm Malcolm Woke. I was dreaming about having diarrhea, and then I woke up. That's when shit got real. <laughs> my wife... <laughs> It's all fat. Oh no, come back. I've reverted. I'm a, I'm a white cis male. Come back, come back. My wife woke up next to me. She was dreaming and muttering about how she wrote Lord of the Rings trilogy. She's talking in her sleep now. Bill Gates woke up in the morning and found that his Mexican housekeepers were gone. He asked his wife Melinda where they went who replied that Steve Jobs had showed up earlier and offered them the same work at his mansion for double their previous wage. Bill became furious and shouted, Fucking Jobs, coming here, taking our immigrants. <laughs> nice, but he's dead. How did that work? My jokes matter. <laughs> I had an extended dream about the group called Journey performing Don't Stop Believing. It went on and on and on and on. And there were strangers waiting. I think it were a boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> and shadow searching it's enough to put fear into a man that's good because that's the lyrics of the song I'm not allowed to appreciate the comedy me, sir, sort of the I'm comedians. appreciating the comedy I'm, saying, I'm just telling my friend that you no, no, but don't, my wife's I was just explaining this. the joke to my friend don't bully him he's not a heckler he's an ally thanks Thanks. I, walk, I walk up from this really w- I walk, I, oh, I'm up and down I woke up from this really weird dream where I weighed less than a thousandth of a gram I were like OMG <laughs> <laughs> last night I had a dream I were the gases expelled by a four stroke engine when I woke up I were exhausted Hey, I, I think his act's a bit more like one liner, but I don't know what's free so woke pa- about it. Free Palestine. It's all about waking up, you fucking idiot. Oh, right. yeah. I woke up after surgery dreaming, oh, I can't God. feel my legs. <laughs> it turns out they'd amputated my arms. Walkie <laughs> <laughs> dokie. Give me a wave. My jokes matter. Say my name, I'm Malcolm Walk. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Put your hands together. That was Malcolm Work. It's Malcolm, not Mike. Absolutely amazing. Sorry about the guy in the front who kept making silly little comments there. What? Sir, if you could keep it down. If you've had a few drinks, please keep it down, so sir. I'm, I'm a fan of comedy. Some, and my voice yeah, is quite loud. Uh, yeah, sorry. Well, can you move to the back, please, okay. sir? Because it's not very nice for the comedians. They do have an act. 
They do want to perform, and it's not nice for you making little comments all no, the way I through it. I'm to watch this there. Uh, so, I was quite enjoying it until you started. Yeah, thank you. So well, anyway, I'm not talking now, am I? You're always talking. Why let's uh, carry on with the show then. Let's get this show moving and we'll carry on. No bad atmosphere here, no bad vibes. Let's get everything nice and moving, nice pleasant atmosphere tonight because that's what we're all out here for. So the next act this evening is somebody you've seen before. She's back again. She's giving it another go. Didn't go quite to plan last time, but she's going to give it one more try. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome for Jackie Potato. Yeah, Jackie Potato. Hiya, everyone. My name's Jackie, Jackie Potato. I have been here before. Um, it didn't go too well, but I've prepared a little bit better this time. And I've got a few jokes for you. So, uh, as you may know, as I explained last time, I uh, own a jacket potato van with my friend Sue. And we brought it off a local uh, man in town. And everyone always says to me, God, you're ever so funny, Jackie. You should go on stage, like I said last time. But obviously, as you know, last time I was here, uh, we had a bit of a problem. And uh, I left a bit early. But this time I'm back and I want to give you some hopefully make you laugh and make you smile so anyway so um i don't know if anyone's ever had a jacket potato here has anyone ever had a jacket potato yeah i love them so uh yeah. there's something about uh if you have it in the oven uh too long and the skin goes all crispy and uh, my husband said oh it's a bit like your skin all crispy and i was like oh you cheeky devil uh, my skin's not crispy like a jacket potato and he says no but it is when you you stay out in the sun too long i like crispy jacket potatoes so oh, that's the what, best. Have you got psoriasis? That's what he's like. That's my husband, Mike. He's always he's always on at me. So when I first told him I was going to start up this business in a Jackie Potato van, he said to me, "Go, you're mad, Jackie. Anyone would think you've been potatoing it up. Um, anyone would think you've been double baked. Anyone would think you've anyone would think you've been double baked. You're <laughs> double baked, Jackie. In because." <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. Your, your husband doesn't know what he's it's, missing, it's Jackie. Gone. Sorry, you're right, love. She's she's crying again. Jackie it's, doesn't know what he's got. He's got potato eyes. Eyes in the potato. I can't do it. I can't do this. <laughs> nice try, love. That's great. Jackie, you're great. Lovely try, Jackie. Lovely try Lovely. again. Let's go. Please hey, give Jackie, her one more. She tried again. She tried her best, everybody. She had another go. She gave it another go. Did uh, she have a chip on her she shoulder? She just needs to spend a bit more time working on the material, maybe. A little bit more time on it, but she gave it another go and she gave it a try. And it's good to see the confidence and the braveness of coming out on stage in front of all you people. I think she's hilarious. I mean, to look at. So anyway, at. thank you very much, Jackie. You're lovely. No, don't worry, love. It's absolutely wonderful. Without further ado, let's. Uh, our next act on the stage. He's uh, his name's Charles Samidi, but I don't think you know him. So put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome, please, just to Matt Hamcock, Mr. Matt Hamcock. <laughs> Uh, you might recognise me from my VHS porn days. My name is Matt Hancock, Minister for Sexual Health. Um, you know, a few titles I was in, uh, Ham on Ham, the uh, the Bone Ranger, remember that? 1986's Smoking Gammon, um, Ham Sandwich, Ham Sandwich Second Portion, um, In a Pickle with Hancock, Plowman's Lunch, Between Two Buns. Uh, I also did... Uh, no tongue, just Hamcock. That was uh, about 2005. And lastly, um, 2011's Meat Anus. Um, so, yeah, my friends call me Plugger, but like I say, Matt Hamcock. Um, Minister of Sexual Health. Not that I need uh, sexual health, as if. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, covered <laughs> in lesions. Uh, only joking. Clean as a whistle. Uh, blisters, this thing. 
yeah, whatever. Surgical tool. Uh, apart from the weeping blisters, yeah. Um, <laughs> if a plunger was classed as a tool, I suppose. Um, places this has been uh, strictly eights and above, though. Uh, eights and above. You see me? I don't mean age. I mean uh, eight out of ten for beauty. Eights and above. That's why that joke got me punched in Butlins. I get it. Anyway, don't want your pity. Good night. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, that was absolutely superb. Did he do Let's that film like a pig back in again. shit? That Yay. was Mr. Matt Hamcock, lovely young guy. Hope you see him again. We love you, brother. And now, here's our final act of the evening. So, without further ado, uh, we're going to have a break. Uh, no, we're not. No, we're not having a break, ladies. We're straight into it, ladies and gentlemen. Our final act this evening, you may have seen him on TV. He's been on Mock the Week. Uh, so, he's a headline act. Is Andy Parliament. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Parliament. <laughs> Good, e- good evening, people. Uh, yes, you might. I'm not. No, it's not mock of the week. Actually, it's uh, I. I'm on an irreverent take of the last few days. It's a different show. <laughs> You're mixing me up with a different Andy. On Channel Five. Anyway, I do political comedy. Like so, the other Andy. So half the audience won't get it. But you'll feel stupid, so you'll laugh along anyway. <laughs> and that's the beauty of my <laughs> that's the beauty of my comedy. So, our latest Prime Minister. What is he thinking? What about all the politics? I know, right? He's <laughs> 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 the best. So, a lot about politics. I don't know if you remember Rory Bremner, circa the early 90s. So my Ooh. act's a bit like his. A bit esoteric. Yeah, only a few people get the jokes. The only difference is, I can't do any impressions. I just talk like this in a really annoying voice about politics which no, nobody understands. So my act is far inferior, but because it's been that long, uh, no one cares. And I do all right. Some people like politics. I'd vote for you. You know... Anyway, um, I've been Andy Parliament, so what about the politics? Good night. Yeah. I've got Mr. Shinny. Who should I vote for? Well, that was for? a bit close to the bone there. Fantastic. Lots of, lots of satirical political jokes there. A little bit too close to the bone. Let's hope he'll be rocking a few houses tonight in number 10 with stuff like that. Uh, certainly, <laughs> Prime Minister won't be getting any sleep if he hears that. He really knows so his stuff. Thank you very much uh, for everyone coming out all that way tonight for... Uh, 10 minutes of comedy. I think I've uh, got Thank COVID. you for travelling all that way <laughs> to Chester for our 10 minute comedy <laughs> act. And now you've got a long way home to go. Uh, it's worth it. It's really that was the Brown Bear. It was free. That was the Brown Bear Comedy Club. <laughs> Hope you had a good time and we'll see you again next week. Good night. Yeah. Do you ever worry that people miss the last act because they're trying to get out of the car park? Probably. Mm. Uh, that's the end of this week's podcast. I'm always the last act. And I just want to say... <laughs> I didn't mean that. Way. I hope oh, you had, it, hope you had a great time. Before. We all had a great time. And that's mm. goodbye from... I'll say goodbye first. Everyone can say goodbye. Mm. That's goodbye from me, Ben. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. Peace out, bung bung. I actually enjoyed that. I think it's going to be a good one. Don't worry about it. That's goodbye from Chris. Goodbye.